Blog Talk Radio. Good morning to your daughter. Your favorite Blog Talk Radio show. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me, uh, um, well, first of all, good morning, Willie Van. With me are my co-hosts. Good morning, Daybreak. do 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 what the rest of can say? Good morning, everybody. This is uh, Philly and Mushroom Fred. Y'all have a great day because y'all know how this shit going to go. P-T-E. P-T-E. Pretty trim Dr. Dre, with the high-pop face. Good morning, everyone. It's about that time, y'all. Let's make it do what it do. Good morning, Veronica Burke. Good morning, Dave Smith. One love, one love. You're lucky if you have just one love. Good morning, Brenda Pettis. One love, one love. You're lucky just to have just one. Love you, sir. That's Yusuf Kente, y'all. Brother Reverend Ali. I'm on mute again. Jay can't wait to put me on mute again. He doesn't want me being happy as I am. No, Jay can't wait to put me on mute again. I'm on mute again. I'm being muted places I've never been. I thought Jay was my great NOG friend, but he can't wait to put me on mute again. morning to everybody. I, I can't take it. I can't take Keone and Reese. And they, they won't stop you guys. They just won't stop. Now what? It, it just it, it just keeps it first let me I'm gonna, let me just read you one of the last parts about it. Um Bumpy. Hold on. Let me let me Hold on, let me let me go from right here. This is at, this is at eight this is at eight eight thirty at night. Bumpy, we all see how you work. When you're getting your ass kicked with these size fourteens, shift the subject. Go from talking about the New York case where you and your daddy got your asses beat to Georgia. Where the trial hasn't even started, you're a weak ass 
sucker, sucker, stay on topic, dum dum. Good morning, Concrete Garden. Good morning, Jay, uh, Jay, me artist. Good morning, John Beckman. Good morning, Mr. Elias. Mr. Elias, I see you coming to Sacramento. So this is what then Reese says, dude. You haven't addressed the case one time because you know the writing is on the wall. You're speaking with Sasquatch, with the Sasquatch case, because you think you've got a pound of flesh. They're all Trump cases, homie. They're all relevant. And then Keone said, why? There's nothing there. And then Reese says, this text of yours is the last one of your ill-advised belief and fantasy. What happened to the cases being dismissed, thrown out? That's the bet I want. Anything less than that is my position. But I have to see that gravity pulled you back down to reality. You can't steal my position, then ask me to bet against myself, silly rabbit. Keone. That's what you wrote. So Keone said, you can talk about it all you want, Bobby. Go ahead. I'm focused on those cases. You and your daddy lost big time in the Big Apple, New York City, baby. Yeah, he sure did. Cry, baby, bumpy face. Uh-huh. Yep. And Chloe, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Good morning, Chris. You make that fun. shit funny, man. You sound exactly like the motherfuckers, dog. <laughs> But um, what do they find when they call themselves, when they call each other bitches? Okay, so this is, and so this is, um, so this is earlier. So let me just tell you guys, this is all day. Good morning, Ronald Malone. This is all day. This is, um, let me see, where did this thing start at? Um, so this started. Shit, I'm not going that far back. Fuck that. I'm going to go from 650. Damn. You got to feed You got to stop feeding people your propaganda headlines and not think that you're not going to get fact-checked. You're a real slime ball and liar. You can't help yourself. That's just part of your makeup and character. For those who want to read Bumpy's full article, to that clip posted he posted above, I've attached the link below. Simply click on the link to read the full article. Trump has paid has paid has paid shit as of this text and Bumpy's post. So then he posts and then he um he only said, Edit it to Bumpy. You got to stop feeding your propaganda headlines and not think you're not going to get fact-checked. You're a real slime ball and liar. So he says the same thing, but this time he corrects his writing. So then Reese comes back. Who's going to tell him? Now, leave him there. He'll learn. Whatever, bro. You're good. Right. Right. Trump got okay. And shit. Yep. Buffy, like yourself, 
the information you provide across your social media platforms are flawed, flake, fictional, fabricated, and straight-out lies. Let me make it crystal clear, clear for you that ABC the facts. In order for your daddy to appeal his case, he must, number one, submit his notice to the court of his intent to appeal, plus submit the money in full or submit a surety bond plus like-kind assets, real estate property in this case. That's equivalent to the required amount of money due to the state of New York at the time of his submission. Remember, Bumpy, every day that goes by, that number old keeps growing. Additionally, Trump doesn't even even have the $83.3 million to appeal the E. Jean Carroll verdict. He's still on the hook for that, too. And Bumpy, if he doesn't put up the appeal money for that case, by March 7, 2024, give or take a day or two, ouch, E. Jean Carroll's attorneys will start court proceedings to seize bank accounts and property to make that judgment whole. Good morning, Lisa Shannon. So then, Reese says, yeah, bro, we heard you. Orange Hitler. I never said Orange Hitler. Those are your words, not mine. Change the subject, Bumpy. So then, Reese says, just remember, bro, you attacked your friend for this. Your hatred of Trump blinds you with mean-spirited attacks. I love you, bro. But I try to be civil. It's not that serious, but you make it personal. Stop crying, you little bitch. Suck it up. <laughs> Either you change or I. And neither one of us are going to change. So put your tampon back in your vagina and cork your bleeding. Damn. This is this is real good morning to officialize. This is real this is real stuff. I'm not making it up. This is what me, John Beckman, Yusef Kente, and Jeff Carlin are subjected to throughout the night. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself, silly. You just keep insisting you've got it all figured out. So then um, John Beckman said, not having Keone on my end, I assume you two are having a battle. It's kind of fun to see. Just one point of view here. Professor Keone said, since you can only see one side of this conversation, fat ass, then it would be my pleasure to say to you, John Beckman, go fuck yourself. And then Jeff Carlin laughed. And then Jeff Carlin said, I just popped in only to read Keone's last sentence. It's nice to have friends. If you can't talk to a friend... If you can't tell a friend to go fuck himself, who can you tell? <laughs> so then, um, wow. says, Jeff, why do these Rudy Poots keep challenging Keone the Great? Why? So then Jeff laughs some more. And then, um, Keone said, uh, oh, and, and then, um, there you go, okay, they're, they're editing stuff. And then Reese says, well, make sure I copy that last text in the meantime. 
Law firm partner must testify about Nathan Wade's relationship with Fulton County DA. And then um, recess, 11 a.m. on the West Coast should be a spectacle, huh? And then Professor Keone says, Bumpy, we all see how you work when you're getting your ass kicked, and that's when he hosts it. So, yeah. And it, uh, good morning, Stephanie Apu. Good morning, everybody. So, yeah, that's what that's what we get. Damn. And if you don't keep up with it, you get lost because they keep going. They're like the ever-ready battery. Huh? And and this is why Reese comes after me because I'm just I'm by association. <laughs> I don't even read it because I wait for you to read it because you do the voices much better. I love it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's reminiscent of masterpiece theater you do with Vanessa and Kobe. Yeah, you do that shit great. <laughs> he only don't call him Reese. He he only calls him Bumpy, like you know Bumpy <laughs> face. Bumpy Hopkins, like in uh, what, what was what was the name of that movie? Uh, Morning, Brian. With Denzel, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Um, Reese is just joining us. Good morning, Reese. First of all, let me first address you by saying, <laughs> "Fucking unblock me on Facebook, bitch! Come on, knock it off." <laughs> uh, you know what I? I meant to unblock you yesterday, but I couldn't find where to go. To, I, I don't know where the setting. Well, stop I doing find it, you old man. You, you know, stop doing well, shit that you, you, can't, about... you, you can't do. You're right. You're right. You're right Freaking about that. Freaking grandpa. Anyway. Yeah, I can't find it. I was looking for it yesterday. God damn it. Somebody Privacy. walk him through this like you would a early bird breakfast or something. <laughs> anyway, I'm I it looks like I'm joining you just after you started uh, talking about the exchange between um Bumpy well, I, and I, Carl Kanai. Um, yeah, I found it. So let me see where is okay. it? Okay. Blocking that Okay. I Damn, you call the um, nigga so Carl Kanai. Yeah, <laughs> Carl Kanai. I'm 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 calling him every failed black uh clothing designer. Tomorrow his name is Fubu. Good morning, Chocolate Peach. Good morning, Michael Niner Jordan. Damn, um, Fubu. So you guys are hilarious. So what? So what starts this thing up? Are you guys talking I, on the phone? Let me tell you what it is. Let me tell you what it is. First of all, I said this in my text, and if you saw the exchange, you know I said it. His, his he's invested in the destruction of Trump so badly, and we've seen this. I've seen this over the years to the point where people are destroying relationships because of this division. Now, I don't have a problem with you if, if you hate Trump. That, I've got no issue with it. I deal with that on a daily basis. I've listened to it on the radio. But when you start getting to the point where you're ending friendships, I love Keone. Don't get me wrong. Keone and I started off on a bad foot, met each other when I came to Sacramento, and been the best Do you love me, motherfucking – been the best of friends ever since, and he has been supportive of my show, and he and I have talked and bullshit in the whole nine yards. But this thing, I don't know. It's just, it really has him up in arms, I guess, because I refuse to see it his way. 
but he immediately just started becoming volatile. And so I met him. I barely even met him where he met me. And now he wants to call me bumpy. That's fine, dude. When, when everything that I said comes to fruition, dude, it doesn't matter if you call me bumpy because my political analysis is smooth as a baby's ass. And you're going to, again, and, and, and the worst part about it is, is that he's going, and I keep his text messages, and I copy and paste them, and then I throw them back at him to let him know, dude, you are documented as being wrong over and over again. He said Donald Trump wasn't going to be able to appeal without sending that 354 or 400 because he's listening to morons, and he appealed yesterday, and he hasn't dropped a dime. So, again, I told him, and I keep posting. But Are you going to tell him? But you know, he's you, going who's going to tell him? Am I going to tell him? Are you going to tell him? And I go, nah, I'm not telling but, him because he's not listening. You, but, he okay, so Reese, Reese, are you saying that? Are you saying that um, he's not going to have to pay? He's not going to have. I don't know that yet. I don't know that yet. Yeah, he is. He okay, is. listen. If everyone says that it's pot, it, that it's going to happen again. If you're right on that, you're right on that. But again, I'm only calling balls and strikes. They said he wasn't going to be able to appeal anything until he paid first. He filed an appeal yesterday without dropping a dime. Well, so again, we don't were know, they honest? We don't know. Okay, so let me tell you, he might have put up five percent. We don't know. You don't know. Actually, it's Sometimes. in the story. And I gave him and I gave him five stories from CNBC to CBS to NBC. I showed him. They said Donald Trump files for appeal. His sons as well. Um, hold, hold on, Donald Trump is calling in right now. Uh, oh, how, how you doing? Um, how you doing, Donald Trump? Hello, it's me, it's Donald. Reese is absolutely correct, as you know. When I'm king of America, which is coming soon, I'm going to put people in place, and I'm going to knock people down. Keone is one of those people. I'm going to knock down. I'm going to try. Uh, he's already down. I'm going to knock him down lower. Okay. He's going to be below the ground, and you know who's below the ground, and you know how hot he gets. That's where he's going to be, and it's because he's going against the king. You don't go against the king. I, I'm going to pay, as everyone knows, I am a trillionaire. There's only one trillionaire in the world, and it's Donald Trump. I have more money than everybody, everywhere, all the time. Everyone knows it. Everyone is voting for me. Everyone is upset because everyone's voting for me. But Donald, how how can everybody be upset if everybody's voting for you? Everyone's upset that's slow, like Joe, if you know how it goes. No one knew I was a rhymer, but I was. I wrote a lot of rap to a lot of rappers. If you go back and you go to the rap songs, you'll see my name is in there. Everyone talked about the dollar. It's only the people who don't know any better. All of the slow people, all of the sleepy people, like Joe, the sleepy people aren't voting for me. They're too sleepy. But all the people who are awake, the woke, as you guys know, I was at a event the other day. All I could see was the blacks. I couldn't see the whites. It was too light. I couldn't see Reese, but I did see the blacks. I couldn't see John, but I did see the blacks. <laughs> but 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 Donald Reese is Reese is black. No he's not. No he's not. His skin is but he's not. 
<laughs> the scary part about that is, again, as as I said before, the whole deal is I don't have a Good problem morning, with Dad people believing what, morning, believing what they want to believe. Believe what you want to believe. But, again, when somebody is showing you, right, and I'm going, dude, you're ahead of your skis on this. You're telling me that you, you, you have your information. He's listening to bloggers, by the way, listening to bloggers and I mean, podcasters Reece, who hate Trump. Reece, but you, I mean, you have your information, too, you guys. Um, yeah, but at least, again, this is, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Good morning, I'm Jeff Carlin. Um, but this is exactly what I'm talking about. Again, the source that I gave him was not Fox News. Right? I just sent it on the board right now. I just gave you NPR, the most liberal goddamn news organization. Headline, Donald Trump appeals case. Doesn't drop a dime. Um, send me a text. Text it to me, Bree, so I can read it. Um, Donald okay. Trump has paid $392,000 to the New York Times to cover the legal costs from his failed lawsuit against the newspaper and its journalist over a 2018 investigation into his finances. And that included confidential tax records, a spokesperson for the Times told CNN News on Monday. Trump was ordered to pay the money in January, more than eight months after Judge Robert R. Reed granted the Times' motion to dismiss the case it and its journalists against it and its journalists, include, concluding the journalist's conduct was protected by the New York Constitution. Among the claims that Trump brought against the Times was the accusations that the journalists were liable for torturous interference and how they allegedly sought out his niece and caused her to allegedly breach a 2001 settlement contract with the Trump family. Uh, the reporting series, authored by David Barstow, Susan Craig, and Russ Butner, went on to win the 2019 Pulitzer Prize in explanatory reporting. Last year, the judge said he was dismissing the claim against the Times because the Times' purpose in reporting on the story of a high public interest constitutes justification as a matter of law. The judge pointed to recent amendments made to New York's so-called anti-slap law, which provides a mechanism for defendants to seek quick dismissals of lawsuits that target conduct protected by the First Amendment. So um, Donald Trump um, had to pay that. John Marie said, I have a legitimate question, Jay. Will this count as his second term, or will he get to start over and serve two more terms? I don't understand what you mean um, by that. She wants to know whether I, or not, in essence, if he does win re-election in this case, does he get eight years if he wins re-election in 2028? And the answer is no. No. He can only no. serve one. How would he get? How would? How would he get eight years? He. How, yeah, how yeah. She doesn't. Sense? She's not because he lost in 2020. Biden took over, and if he runs again, would he get another opportunity to start from scratch and get a reelection <laughs> bid? The answer is no. No, you can only he already do had eight years. years. You can only yeah, you do, can only do eight years. He did try and change that. He did try to change that. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the report of that? Oh, shit. I'll, I'll be happy that. to look that up. Give me a second. When he said Ronald well, Reagan said he was going to try to change it too. Mm-hmm. The real D shot. Good morning. Good morning. D shot is joining us from the click. D shot. D shot's a filmmaker. 
Arthur, rapper, entrepreneur, businessman. I'm glad you're here. So, um, no, you, you, you only get eight years. So Franklin D. Roosevelt was the last yeah, there's president, no story I believe. Huh? There's no story. Franklin D. Roosevelt was the last president um, to be able to do that. I believe he did three terms and died in his fourth. Am I right about that? I think you're 100% right. Donald Trump had appealed his $445 million New York civil fraud judgment, challenging, challenging the judge's finding that he lied about his wealth as he grew the real estate empire that launched him to stardom and the presidency. The former president's lawyers filed notices of appeal Monday asking the state's mid-level appeals court to overturn Judge Arthur Ingarin's. So, Reese, what he filed was a notice of appeal. Mm-hmm. Good morning, right. Suzette Higgs. He hasn't filed his appeal. Here, so see, what finish happened reading, is, please. There's more. Please re- finish reading. So, it's very important. So I'm just saying that he filed a notice to appeal. That's why he hasn't put down money, because he mm-hmm. just has to file the notice but when he fit, but when he when he does his appeal, he's going to have to put the money down. Trump's lawyers mm-hmm. wrote okay. in court papers that they're asking the appeals court to decide whether Ingram, um committed errors of law and or fact, and whether he abused his discretion or acted in excess of his jurisdiction. A notice mm-hmm. of appeal starts the appeals process in New York. Trump's lawyers will have an opportunity to expand their grievances and subsequent court filings. So. That's mm-hmm. why he hasn't put money down. That's he right. Doesn't have to. He his notice. He right. will. They said eventually. And the argument was he couldn't even begin the process, and that's the argument Keone and I are having. He said he can't commit, even start the process until he pays that money first. And I tried to that's explain to you, you're not listening. That's not true. By the way, Veronica, let me ask you a question. Veronica, obviously you are only reading headlines and not stories. The sneakers are sold out. These shots comes up question. to Manteca hanging out and does the Deaf Puppies Comedy Club comedy. Is that right? D-Shot does comedy? I would love to see D-Shot do comedy. Uh, Pamela Harrison, good morning. That's nice to know. I don't know if he's still here. He was just here for a minute. I just saw his name um, on Instagram. He is not on Facebook. He goes, you know, um, I heard Obama's coming out of retirement. Shut up, monkey. No, you for what? <clears throat> oh, you was inviting him. He should. He should invite him. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I mean the, the whole deal is. No, um, I'm oh. talking about D-Shots. I thought she oh, said okay. D-Shots. Yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, that's, um, she was inviting him. Why would you invite D-Shots to do comedy? Do you know D-Shots to be a comedian? Because I don't, Christian. Mm. Yeah, Barack Obama should come out of the woodworks, but unfortunately, I don't think if he's bringing him out, he should have brought him out in South Carolina because that's, I mean, that's kind of where Joe Biden, I mean, that's pretty much where Joe Biden got most of the African-American vote, and that was even a lot. <laughs> I think he needs to hang up his cleats and call it a night. You know what? Uh, um, I, I was talking to I was talking to my neighbor who happens to be a, a, a Trump supporter. And you know what he said mm. yesterday, Reese? What's up? He said Trump might lose this. He can't keep his foot out of his mouth. 
Yeah, I yeah, they, I they hear it better on Facebook. I mean, there's more people on Facebook. I should say. I hear huh? I hear a lot of people saying that, but then again, I hear a lot of people talking this nonsense because I you know I, I I ripped a couple of people yesterday about that on TIC. These people talking about just like what's with this sycophantic adoration of of Donald Trump? I'm like, you don't remember that song, mm, 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 Barack Hussein Obama that the kids were singing and people losing their minds and fainting in the audience when they, Barack Obama were going to speak, knock it off. This is not, it, people want, they want people not to be excited about Donald Trump. So they'll make up wow. anything. Um, Jana Marie said, speaking of which, the Obama daughter has lost her goddamn mind. She doesn't want to be she an did. Obama anymore. I don't know she if that's want to be true. An Obama. She dropped her name. She's now being refer- referred to as Ma- uh, Malia Ann. She just she has a movie coming out. Well, that out. means she doesn't want to be. A, that means she doesn't want to be an Obama anymore. I don't know. I, maybe she doesn't want to be associated with nepotism. Um, yes, you're probably every story that, that I read. Didn't I want suggest Trump publications that. out of my mail. Why is he even given opportunities? He's still paying hush money to women. He has problems with. What is she talking about Trump publications? That's how Trump won the first time by putting his foot in his mouth. Every time he put his foot in his mouth, his ratings go up. Yeah, but it's not anymore. It ain't happening. It's starting to backfire on him. Well, I don't see Wait a minute. What's starting to backfire on whom? I mean, I missed that. I'm sorry. I just stepped away for two minutes. I think his talking is starting to backfire on him. Um, Donald Trump's? I don't think so. No, I listen, J.K., so, we're talking about a guy who sucks the oxygen out of the room. If they're talking about the guy who everybody claims no one wants, right? You have to think about that, J.K. What are we being told every day? No one wants Donald Trump. The Americans done with him. They would never elect him for a second term. But everything that comes out of his mouth is the headline story. Again, this is fear tactic. This is, they're they're well, scared to death that he's uh, gaining ground. She's using that name for her filming credits. Okay, she yeah. wants the credit yeah, on that's her what I own said. merit. So Janet Marie, it's her film. Yeah, so that's not that's what she's I said. not trying not to be an Obama. Now, I'm gonna call Janet Marie Baby Reese today. That's no, no, I, I said to her, I <laughs> see now that's not fair. I specifically said I I read nothing related to that story that says she didn't want to be an Obama. I clearly got the idea. She wants to be. She wants to go on her own memory because. She got into the industry. She became a, a show writer for, I think, um, some CBS show. And people were complaining about, oh, she only got that because she's an Obama. And that probably bothered her. Yeah. So she decided, I'm not going to be referred to that. This is, okay, I'm, I'm going to, um, I got a letter from President Trump. J. Bill Clinton is back too. Biden, Obama, and Clinton are working to hold a massive fundraiser. That poised to raise millions from the liberal elite who hate our country. I don't have liberal billionaires in my back pocket like Obama Clinton, like the Obama Clinton cartel. But I have something better. I have you and millions of patriotic Americans like Reese, John Beckman, and sometimes Jeff Carter, who want to make America great again. My end of the month fundraising deadline is here. Before the clock strikes midnight, I'm asking you, Reese, John Beckman, Jeff Carlin, to deliver Crooked Joe a message you'll never forget. 
before the day is over are calling on one million pro-Trump patriots to chip in and say, I stand with the president who's going to be the king, stand with King Trump. The liberal elite have hated me for decades. And I know with your support at this very moment, we'll leave them crying when they see how many patriots chipped in. Please join me. With you on my side, John Beckman, Reese Hopkins, Jeff Carlin, and all the people that are smaller than you that you tell what to do, we will make America great again. Thank you. Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States and King for Life. The more he talks shit, and he's funny as fuck to me. The more the ratings go up, and the only one that can do him is you. You're going to take Alec Baldwin's place on Saturday Night Live. You should audition. Because somebody, you should audition. I'm not lying. Uh, Yusuf Kente, when's your birthday? I'm a lion, and you're a Kit Kat. So, you know, well, okay. I'm a Your Leo. birthday's in August? Okay, well, I'll find out no. your birthday from your Facebook page. I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. <laughs> what you get me? I'm going to buy you, you a get, saddle. You go I'm going to buy a you a saddle. saddle so you can ride yeah. all that dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, at first you said I was riding E-40 uh, dick, I guess you could say. <laughs> Look, I think, you, I think you ride and interchangeable now, dicks. You are the most versatile dick is, rider uh, there is. <laughs> today is uh, February 27, 2024. It's Tuesday. I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to do the daily word, and uh, Yusef Kente is going to do the word of the day. God, the daily no. word. <laughs> Will he do the daily word riding dick? Because that would be a maybe spinning a dish as well. <laughs> Man, let Ali do it. Somebody, Reese, I'll acquiesce. You can do it. You can, you can. I'll be the pun of your joke. You can do the daily word if you want to. Would you like? I, I would like love comedy. to be. I would love you're going to do the word of the day. Are you going to do the word of the day, Yes, I will. Yes, I will. All right, I'm doing um, the daily word, which is free. F R E E. I am free to be me. As I watch a bird soaring above me in the sky or a butterfly flitting from flower to flower, I think of them as gloriously free, each one easily expressing its divine nature. They remind me that I, too, am spiritually free, living from my divinity. I free myself from insecurity and negativity. I free myself from worry and despair. If negative thoughts enter my mind, I deny their power over me, and I affirm my freedom in all situations. If I don't like a condition in my life, I have the power to make a change by responding with faith, wisdom, and peace. I am free to take a higher path. I grow ever strong and confident as I align with the freedom that is mine as a child of God. Living this way deeply fulfills my soul. Today's Bible verse is Romans 8.2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free. Reese on the radio, what is the word of the day? Jay King, the word of the day 
is specious. Spelled S-P-E-C-I-O-U-S. The definition of specious is having the ring of truth or plausibility, but actually fallacious. Specious. Let's see if we can use that word in a sentence. I think it is specious to say that Black Bull will be an apparel line anyone will wear in the near future. Specious. <laughs> that was a, that's how you do a word of the day. <laughs> oh, shut up, you bitch-ass uh, bright eyes. You're a bitch. You know what I find? You know what I find ironic? You know what I find ironic? Here's here's what I find ironic. Good morning, Joe. Keone chose Black Bull as his logo, and the Black Bull, of course, is a elephant, which is the animal of choice for Republicans, and he is the most ardent Democrat I've met in the entire world. Why would he pick that? Couldn't he have? Do you think he would probably do better if he just changed Black Bull to, I don't know, donkey apparel? Or maybe jackass apparel. Ass apparel. <laughs> <laughs> listen to him. Listen, listen to that bitch you got or, with. You good morning, bitch. Savage. Or it could be ass apparel. Ass good morning, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yes, it's a good one. You bitch ass. Your word of the day was done better for a change. Well, quasi. You're quasi a man. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Quasi. By the way, um, it is... I um, I meant to tell you, J.K. LES is coming all the way from Indianapolis to see okay. the uh to see our show uh the sack pack to see me Sean Rayford Lucky Witherspoon and Joe Levy uh, Actually and- LES I've been to Indianapolis a long long time ago I might have probably like 2016 I want to think maybe 8 years ago um I was um I was a little off put by Indianapolis I thought it would be Cleaner? Am I wrong in that? No. Bill Bernie, I don't see your tickets. I got to call Alicia and get her her put that straight and come on you. By the way, J. King, at 11 o'clock, you know what's happening. Oh, he's not in. in, in. Uh, The the Sack Pack Suvette in Sacramento, March 23rd. If you go to eventbrite.com and just type in my name, J. King, you'll see it. Or Sack Pack. Oh. That's a dope name, Sack Pack. Well, the reason why I called it the Sack Pack because I took it from the Rat Pack. You know, right. everybody right. is from Sacramento. Rat right. Pack. Right. Yeah, pack. So I, um, That's dope. I like that. Yeah. So I took it from that. It's been Oh, 140 miles outside of Indy. Wow. Yeah, seven twenty-five, like Reese. That's my two sevens. I was born on um, two seven. I'll tell you my third seven. Sure. Michael Niner Jordan. I don't see your tickets either. 
This is Lucky Witherspoon. Uh, then you're going to love to see Lucky. Lucky the vibe. He's going to do this break. What
agree with you, King Dre. Good morning. Good morning.
Eric D.O.A. Allen Press. Shirley, I believe you are VIP, so you will have backstage access. You all have all access. That's DOA. DOA produced Sean's album, so that's him on bass. But uh, if you are um, if you're if you're a VIP, they're they're probably contacting you already, asking you for your shirt size because you're going to get a you're going to get a T-shirt. You're going to get from from me. Uh, you're getting a T-shirt. You're getting um. A lyric sheet, a, a lyric book of the songs that I do that that day, with a bio and all that stuff. It's a beautiful package, um, and you're going to get you're going to get a signed uh, CD of um, the limited edition version of uh, Soulful Bossa Nova. Um, I, I, you know, and each each artist is going to put something in your package. Uh, Hey, Madiri, Madiri, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in South Africa uh, in May, Jay King, doing my, um, doing my music there. A promoter contacted me for Mother's Day for, for the Mother's Day event. Uh, I believe I'm either going to be there May 10 and 11 or May 11 and 12 performing in Johannesburg. So I'll give you all the information once I know, once I know what it is. But yeah. So, um, uh, Fred, you, 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 um, Fred, you, um, there are only, I believe there's, there's only, there were only five tickets left for the, for the, um, for the balcony area. H. Ruff, good morning. Um, but Fred, did you get an email from somebody? Um, 
about about your your shirt size and everything. Fred, could you put the sandwich down and answer the question, please? Goddamn sandwiches are ridiculous. Good morning, Beast Star. Good morning, Marilyn Blackburn. Um, Jay, do you eat cabbage? Oh, yeah, I love cabbage. Okay, I'll be by there. I love cabbage. Okay. <laughs> so, Mr. Elliot, Mr. Elliot, why, why is that funny? Why is that it's funny? all funny. Your whole show was funny, Jay. It's a beautiful wow. show. Holly, <laughs> <laughs> why aren't you coming to why aren't you coming to the show? Because it takes too long. It it, it takes too long to drive down there, Jay. <clears throat> Plus you got a whole bunch of buffaloes gonna be waiting on me when I get there. I don't wanna I don't wanna trust you this 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 next month, Jay King. Wow. <laughs> Wow, Janet Marie gonna be there. I saw Janet Marie bought her ticket. She gonna be there. I can see everybody buy the ticket. So I'm I'm scared of I can see everybody bought the ticket. Can you please do me one favor though? Can you make sure that Janet Marie is surrounded by a sea of pecker woods? And then just watch her freak out, pull a wig off, something like that. <laughs> Good morning, DJ Char Black. Good morning, Miss Tonkatoy. Um, first of all, Dana Marie salutes with white folks. She don't don't let don't let that rough and tough thing she show you fool you. She she is, she is white folk heavy. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I can see everybody that's coming. I can see all the tickets that comes. I can tell you everybody. Dolores Ross bought a ticket. Tamina, How many Buffaloes bought a ticket? She bought four tickets. Deborah Sock bought a ticket. Davina Bird, Laura Mills, Davy Johnson, Benny Middlebrooks bought two. Fred Crosby bought two. Africa uh, Williams, uh, Davy Johnson bought another. Roger uh, Warwick bought two. Wanda Cypress brought one. Wanda Lopez bought one. I can see it. I can see them all. I heard all the all the animals. They get in for free. <laughs> Good morning, Daphne Jensen. Then then you would get in for free, Holly, with your little animalistic way. Nathaniel uh, Carson bought two. Joe Brown bought two. James Green bought two. Um, Angela Holmes bought two. Edna. Uh, bought one. Darlene Sampson bought four. Sonia Palmer bought two. Sabrina LaFleur. China Wilson bought two. Penelope Larry bought two. Doctor, doctor, uh, um, Alicia Chapman brought two. Les, Les, Leslie Williams bought two. Diana Gibbs bought two. Vic Benson bought two. Juanita Wells, that's my cousin. She bought two. Sheila Jefferson bought one. Fatima Terrell bought one. Shakiba Williams bought two. Clarence Stokes bought two. Um, Benita Dunn bought one. Gail White bought two. Um, Samuel Jenkins bought two. Lester Morris bought one. Pamela, that, that's Mr. Elias. Pamela Farmer bought, bought one. Janet Marie bought one. Wendy Irby bought two. Karen Sanchez bought, bought Janet two. Janet Marie ain't got no date. 
George Jones <laughs> bought three. Teresa Aaron bought one. And Nalas and Nala bought two. Teresa Mitchell bought two. Listen, hold on. How many did Vertical buy? Vertical hasn't bought one yet. Good morning, Don okay. Lacey Jr. Good morning, sir. I he, he heard that bowling balls were free. just be giving that information out. Some people might talking, taking a side chick, and not want to be watching them. <laughs> I'm just saying who bought tickets. Damn, that'd be fucked up. <laughs> Can you imagine? You are, you're at the party, you know, you just, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. You all booed up? Yeah, baby. And then your wife go, uh-huh. What? Yeah. Oh, 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 what? And who is this? Who is this? Who is this little thin, paper thin bitch right here sitting next to you? Don't call me a paper thin. You don't know who I am. Oh, well, Pete, go. Baby, why you? Oh, God damn. I'll be a little bit of Florida wall for some shit. True like story. That. I'm going to tell you guys the true story. This brings me to a true story, okay? I'm not going to tell you who the artist is because you would know them, okay? But this artist um, was in a band that was famous, and then he started doing his own thing on the side. And he, he started with another guy, and they were playing at this place, uh, that was in a high school. It was a high school auditorium, but um, but you know, beautiful auditorium and, and people. It's a small. It's a small town, and so they're doing their show. The show was going great. People were digging the show. Good morning, El Malik. And then his partner, the famous guy, his partner that's with him, he said, "I want to break. I want to break the show down for a minute." You know, sometimes in your life, you meet somebody that changed your life overnight. And I met that somebody. So today, I want to dedicate this song, Down on One Knee, to you. And this is already for come off the stage. And, you know, it wasn't a whole bunch of people, but the people said, yes, come off the stage. And they started playing the song. We're down on one knee. Will you take me? I'm down on one knee. Getting down on one knee. Will you marry me? I'm just making the song up. That ain't what it is. I just made that up. So, right. so he coming down. They playing the song. And he gets down on one knee in front of the girl in the front in the front row. And all of a sudden, <laughs> this girl, about seven, eight rows behind, about eight months pregnant, say, I know you ain't getting down on your knee in front of her. Like, uh-uh. What? No, no, no. I know you're not doing that. With me sitting here eight months pregnant, my, I know you're not doing that. Damn. I know you're not. So, <laughs> So, so you know, so he getting down on one knee, but it interrupt it interrupt him down on one knee. So he get up and he say, security, 
Security! I put her out. Oh, you can't put her out. No, you oh ain't putting me out. I'm paying for my ticket. I got a ticket. I didn't get a free ticket. Oh, my. This is in the middle Damn. of the show. Wow. So, so he don't get down on one knee because the, the, the pregnant girl breaks up the down on one knee um, program. And um, and on that day, they that group broke up. But that is a true story. That, that is a true, true story. Wow. <laughs> and she, uh, and she was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, you ain't down on one knee when I'm out here eight months pregnant carrying your baby. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what does Decima do some shit like that? What would okay, so let me it. answer your question. What Uh-oh. would you so so let me tell you what he did. So he ran so so they wouldn't they were he was trying to get them security to put him out. They wouldn't put her out. So he ran to the backstage. And, you know, needless to say, the woman that he was gonna marry, that didn't happen. And um, of course. the group that he was in, that with the famous guy, that didn't. That didn't happen either, huh? Huh? That didn't happen either. The uh, the, the group didn't happen either. Um. Another group? No, the group broke apart. Wow! <laughs> Can you just imagine? You know. You know, I mean, because you got to, good morning, Grafted. So you got to imagine, I mean, this is a, you know, he's a tall dude. He got the jerry curl, and he's talking in his voice. You know, sometimes in your life, you meet somebody that just uh, make you love yourself better, you know, make you want to be a better love for somebody. And uh, that somebody is here tonight. And I, I want to dedicate this song. You know, he's in that shit, right? And he get, wow. and he come out of that shit to security, security. Mhm. It's going down. How can you move with what you use? Um, Jay King, who's Jelena Johnson? You know who that is? She's trying to add me on yeah, Facebook. Jelena, she's trying to. Yeah, she she's going to stab yeah, me she, when I come to South No, no, no. Johnson listen, if you can't see a picture, that's not Jelena. If you can't see a picture on the profile, it's not Jelena. Somebody else is doing that. I got the same one. Jelena and I are already friends. And then somebody else sent a Jelena profile uh, with no Pastor picture. Lovelace is calling in, you guys. Well, this one got I, a paper. I, I, I got a picture. Sacramento, I leave. Uh, nigga, don't worry about what I'm doing, nigga. Let me say to the king in the morning, I am blessing you today for absolutely free. It costs you nothing for the blessing from Pastor Lovelace this morning. What I will do, though, is I will ask you if you want me to speak to the Lord on your behalf. I'll leave you in particular because of the foul language you use often. I can probably wipe away from some of that sin 
that's on you for $1,000. Let's start with J. King. I learned all that shit from him. (laughs) I'm going to get to him. I'm asking you first. Because of your foul nature, I'm trying to save you. Listen, Kings in the Morning family. It's me, it's Pastor Lovelace. I just I was just with the Lord. I sat with him for the better part of two hours. And we just went over the state of the world. And he said, Reverend, Pastor, preacher. Listen, you type it too damn loud. Jesus, I want you to tell the Smithy Smurf that she's on mute. Because she's on mute. <laughs> <laughs> tell the Snitchy Smurf. <laughs> I want I want you all to know that the Reverend here for you. I am Reese on the radio. I see your moves. I see the good things you're doing and how you're trying to keep your family in order. I would like you, if you want to change your life, I spoke with the Lord for two hours. Is there, said, is there another Reese on the radio besides me? Because I don't know that guy you're talking it's you. about. <laughs> it's you. Sir. He told no, me it's not. to have you send a $1,000 Pastor mm-hmm. Lovelace, dollar sign, Pastor Lovelace, give me my money on cash mm-hmm. and I will send you some holy water that will last you for the next three months. It will change your life. You just can't tell me. I spoke with the Lord. Sorry, Pastor, we don't drink Dasani here. <laughs> and he said for me to tell you that you can smoke the reefers all you like. If you give a thousand dollar tie. Did you notice that that, 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 that that everything that you get has a tie attached to it? Hold on. Exactly. Okay, why is somebody calling Hold on. Why is somebody calling me? Hold on, you guys. Let me, I'm going to play a song real quick while somebody, somebody's knocking on, ringing my doorbell. I think okay. it might be. I think it might I left be. your Uber so Eats. That's Uber Ooh. Eats. No, that's not that's Uber, Uber Eats. Eats at the door. No, it's not. Sure it is. He he sent you some cabbage. <laughs> I sent you the cabbage, boo. <laughs> oh, it's not magical cabbage. That's cabbage and a sweet potato. Are you shitting me? Breathe on Michelle, breathe. Could you please stop being more niggerific each day? <laughs> Niggerific. <laughs> Noted. Jerry, he, he requested that when I have some extra. No, I understand, food. but you just you know, for the love of peace, you know. Reese, I just, t- Reese, when you came here, I offered you steak. I well, said I had know, steak. steak and steak and steak. I just, then I offered you a, a, a ribeye. A ribeye, so dude, but. We all know you meant McDonald's. <laughs> this nigga can't tell you over there fucking with meats and shit. I got a family, man. 
I got a family, well, brother. I don't, I don't I don't if you got a family, you really shouldn't be messing with me since you got a family. You, you, you're supposed to be protecting them. No, they have their own choice. I well, I would let my family eat shit like that. And if they come around me eating that shit, they got to go. They can't come to my house. Well, okay. Well, they don't come to your house. That's I right. Eat they, I don't make people eat what I eat. I do. I do. Okay, well, you do then, okay? Yeah, I'm not nigga. With you, Ain't nobody arguing with you, nigga. Well, that was a bet. I eat the potatoes. All right, you guys. I went. Um, I went. You went to, to a concert? Um, so, no, no. I just went. I will put a song on to to. I came back to get the um. I went Would to you do the my, drizzle? My you did the drizzle or did you do the shit? Was it cabbage? Oh. <laughs> yes, it was the cabbage. So let me tell you guys why. So let me tell you guys why I thought it might have been something else. Because when I was in L.A. a few weeks ago, I went to um, I went to Louis Vuitton and I bought some um, some shirts, but the arms were a little long, so I just folded up. So I had them customize the arms, and they sent me the thing, told me that, that I should be receiving them, uh, that I should be receiving them mm. uh, soon. Chicago cops sue city for right to change his race after the department allows officers to change genders. Oh, <laughs> um, why not? He's Arab. Legends reincarcerated. Good morning. So, um, you know, he, he, it's a why. So, so why can't we change race? Now, I saw, um, I saw where there's a woman that said that um, addition and subtraction, our system for addition and subtraction, are um, are racist. That two plus two doesn't necessarily have to equal four. That two plus racist, two can he equal five. No. Oh, oh my that? God. That, does, has anybody here read 1984 by George Orwell? <laughs> like, that's the whole premise. <laughs> wow. So, um, so, the world is, um, the world is um, a ghetto. A ghetto. <laughs> it's changing because we're changing the rules in the world. Good morning, Jeanette Larue. I hope and, you don't mean for the good. And, and we don't. And what we're doing is we're we're taking away boundaries. So so there are no more boundaries, and anything is anything, and everything is everything, and it's nothing, and that's just the way it is. Because a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy, and sometimes a boy can be a boy, and other times he can be a girl, and sometimes a girl can be a boy, and sometimes she can be a boy, and sometimes they can fluid between boy and girl. Because the rules say so. Yeah. Tell me about it's it. It's PTE. P- PTE will tell you that. I just told you. Tell me about it. Shit. So here we are, and we wonder why. Well, because... Because that's what we, we've allowed. We've allowed boys 
that identify as girls to play sports against girls, um, to to run track against girls, to to swim against girls, and we say to go in the locker room. identify as a girl, they're no longer a boy, and now you got you got boys that are now doing physical uh, uh, combat sports against girls. That's bullshit. And knocking the holy shit out of them. Did you see the story in Massachusetts with the 15-year-old? No. So they had a 15-year-old. Like this. So it was all girls playing, but one of the well, hold team on, um, Hold on teammates. one second, Reese. Um, uh, hold on, Reese. Um, Janet Marie, you're wrong. You can, tuck a, you can turn a duck into a swan. In today's world, a duck can be a swan now. As a matter of fact, Mr. Duck is here. I'm sorry, Mr. Swan is here right now. How you doing, Mr. Swan? God damn. Oh, shit. So what up? So in Massachusetts, the um, one of the coaches put in a male player in an all-girls team game. A parent got out their phone and videotaped him at the rim. To one point, there were two, I think it were two girls who were physically injured. They had, the team had to forfeit the game, the team with the girls had to forfeit the game because two of their players were injured by the boy player to the point where he was like hacking them, elbowing them, knocking them down. They were physically injured. And they got it all on tape. So that's fucked up. It is. Now the locker room shit. You know they're allowed in the locker room, allowed in the bathrooms. We've seen an uptick in assaults. Man, you know, we gotta draw the line at that shit somewhere. Shit is anarchy. It's anarchy. Yeah. It's prophesied to, to be like this. If you know about, if you read. The male, the, the human species is male and female. It was split apart. Syndrogenous. Syndrogenous. Well, why do they want it? Why do, why do they want it all female now? Why do they want to feminize all men? There is an answer. I'm just, it's not a trick question. I just want to know if you know the answer. Well, the thing no, is. Why, is I, I want to know, I in, know in, the answer. Why do they want to feminize all men? There's a belief system in ideology that says that if you feminize all men, they'll be less aggressive, therefore meaning less war. That's why they want a woman. Mm -hmm. That's why they want a woman, a woman president, woman leaders, woman heads of state, because they believe that women are less likely to commit war. That's right. That's right. Go to the mall. Go to the mall. Try to buy some regular pants. Trying to turn the patriarchy into a matriarchy. Trying to turn a patriarchy into a matriarchy. But, you know, again, the argument is why? You demonize men to do that. Mm -hmm. Reese, when the last time you bought a pair of pants from the mall? I don't. And it's so funny. It's a good point. No, it's a good point because I tried. I went to the mall because I love Levi's. And I went to go get a pair of Levi's, and everything was like a a skinny, stretch fit. Like there was no real yep. pants there. I couldn't do it. I, I was, I'm done. I'm like, Ain't I'm no done. more grown like, man pants. They got to get some yeah. tight-ass young boy 
I hate that. No, dude. let me tell you something. I this dude, listen. This guy had on some pants the other day, and I, this is when I knew I was an old man. Um. By the way, Grafton said I disagree. It's because they want to depopulate, so they feminize men, and thereafter, um, the children too. Satan hates humanity so much he doesn't want them to reproduce. Is what I, a, I, um, you know what? I'm not going to say that that's, that's not a, a part point. of it too. I'm not going to. I'm not going to disagree. I'm going to add that's they, yeah. that is a big deal with guys like Good Bill morning, Nye, the science guy. And Bill Gates, they talk about it all the time. Bill Gates is on tape saying we need to improve vaccines so we can reduce the population. I'm like, That's what? Some scary yep. shit. That's true. That is some scary, scary so, shit. Um, so this dude was, I'm going to say, about 5'10", maybe 200 pounds. But he wasn't, he wasn't fat. He was, he was, he was built. And... um. And he had on these pants that were so tight that they were tied up against his butt all the way down to his legs. And then his shoes were set right on the top of his pants. So, like, his pants were, like, form-fitted on his body, like the way women wear those form-fitting things. But these were pants and, and with a suit jacket. And I said, That's some crazy um, shit. If he ain't a sissy, by the time he squeezed, the life out of his balls, he will be. <laughs> Your show on Women's Day, May 9th, of, day 9th of August, will be called One with the King. Okay. So are we doing August? Are we doing August or May? Because I have dates in August. August, I'm talking, or May, I'm talking to um, South Africa right now, these guys, you think black folk will be on, don't don't have a sense of time, the South Africans be fucking time off, like, um, if, uh, if, if South Africans, we will start promoting it from Mother's Day in May, okay. Are we doing August? See, I got it because Club Nouveau has dates in August. Club Nouveau takes precedent over over everything. Club Nouveau takes precedent over J. King. That's a fact. You can't you can't know God and not know a few things about the other motherfucker. That's true. What date are we going to do in South Africa? That's what I'm trying to work out right now. So first he said May, but now he's you know he, then he, but now he's saying August. So you know the South Africans are um, are funny. I love the South African. Um, I love the I love the promoters, the overseas, the African promoters. But you don't know what they say. You have to. You have to. Know what having to, okay? Because that's how they do. They fuck the, they, they don't know all the words, but they, you know, they 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 got their own language inside our language. The same way we got our own language inside the English language, they have it too. And they and they fucked with time. 
They beat time's ass. You think you're going to be someplace? I told them. So I was so cold-blooded that when Karen White, when we did the date, um, I said Karen is going on at 9. It was 9 or 10, whatever time it was. Mm-hmm. When we got there, you know, Karen was the headliner. Good morning, mm-hmm. Vicky Sanders. Karen was the, she was the, uh, yeah, the idea is to do both. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're going to do, I'm going to do May. So I'm going to be there May, August, and then October. In October, I'm bringing a um, business group there. But um, who was I just talking about, you guys? Tell my Karen so White, broke. y'all did a date. Oh, y'all wasn't yeah. late. So, so Karen White was supposed to go on right. nine or ten, and they they were running late. And when I got there, it was about a quarter to nine, a quarter to ten. It was a quarter to ten. You know what time Karen White went on? What time? <laughs> ten a motherfucking clock. Good morning, hi. Good morning, hi. I didn't know. I didn't know they had a clock like that. Where, where can I get me a ten of motherfucking clock at, J King? <laughs> In other words, I went on at my time because I don't. Yep. Because we one time we one time we were in we were in Africa. We had two shows in one night. We did a show in Durban, and then we did a show in Palabara. Palabara was an hour and a half flight away from Durban. It's in the jungle. So Karen is on stage at 8.30. She's off stage at 9.30. We're leaving at 10 to go take a flight at 10.45. And so, we're, so, so we have to, everything is precision. As soon as she gets off stage, you know, I, I say, Karen, you, don't, you can't take pictures. This is what we're doing. I get her dressed, get, get her um, in, in her private room so she can get herself together. We get her out, get her in the van. We go to the – because we're taking a private plane. We get to the plane. We take off at 1045. We fly. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a propeller plane. We fly because it's a little private plane. Um, it holds the band up. We land. When we land, we land on the landing strip that literally is just lights on either side. You don't see anything. There's no buildings. There's nothing. Just these lights. We land because... It's a little itty bitty small tiny micro airport with one building and nobody's there. Nobody's there. And then we and then we um we have to wait because the motherfucking bus that's supposed to be there to pick us up. Um and the bus that's supposed to be there to pick us up is late. So now we're out in the middle of a jungle. They got little bitty bugs like you've never seen before with long legs, and, and they walking around, they looking like this, and they walking at you, you know, and so you got you to gotta, you, you gotta move away from them, and they not moving real fast. They just moving real slow, and they just walking and shit. So they got the little bitty bugs. They got the weird-looking bugs. You look up to the sky, and there's millions of stars, just millions of stars. The whole, the whole sky is lit, lit up with stars. And so you're supposed to be, we're supposed to be on stage at 1 o'clock in the morning. 
130. So we get there at 1230. It's a 30-minute drive, so we're going to get there at 1. We'll be there on time. But guess what? Bus ain't there. Bus don't get there till 115. So, you know, I'm mad at a motherfucker. And I'm letting them know, man, what the fuck is going on? Why the and my brother, my brother, please, please, my brother. I'm sorry. You You're a dick. You're just a dick. It is difficult. It is difficult to my brother getting out of it's so many. It's getting out of him so many. I'm like, what the fuck are you so many what? It's just so many. <laughs> so so we get on the bus, we go we go there and, and so now I see what he's saying. There's so many motherfucking people and so many cars and they're all on the side and so we have to so it takes us thirty minutes when we get there. It takes us thirty minutes to get to the backstage area. So now we're backstage. It's 1.30, 1.45. And so I'm, I'm looking for the promoter. I find the promoter. And he, I'm like, we're supposed to do, I'm Jay King, manager for, for Karen White. My brother. Ah, oh, so happy. So happy you made it. <laughs> We're running just a little bit behind. Please be patient with me. So good morning, Kevin Simpson. So I get back on the bus. I'm like, hey, Doug, we got to sit here. We got to wait. They um, they want us to be patient. They're running behind. And so, um, so we're waiting on the bus. I go out a few times. I'm looking at, you know how many people are out there at 2.30 in the morning? Anybody want to take a guess? About 500 people. Three? 2,000. 40,000 motherfuckers out there. God. In the afternoon time. up. On play day. It is packed to the rafters. At <laughs> 2 in the morning? We're, we're an hour and a half behind. Wow. So, so, um, so the promoter comes to me. And he says, Brother Jay, I need your help. So you got to know, we've been paid for this show already. No, we haven't. We haven't been paid. This is the one show we haven't been paid for yet. They're going to pay us here. He says, Brother Jay, is it at all possible that Karen White can only do three songs, just the three, these three songs, so he names three songs. Please, please, I beg of you. <laughs> Brother Jay. Now, we're supposed to do an hour-long show. He's telling me I got to do three songs. I'm happier than a sissy in a CC camp. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can do that for you. You can do that for me? 
My brother, you can do that for me. <laughs> So I go back and I tell Karen, I said, I got good news and I got bad news. She said, what's the bad news? I said, we're going to be on it in an hour. She said, what's the good news? I said, we only have to play three songs. <laughs> wow. So so she do the three songs and they love her. She do three songs, they love her, they go crazy. But now it's 6 o'clock in the morning. We got to take a 10 o'clock flight in the morning Um. Uh, back to Johannesburg, um, but um, we're five hours away from the hotel from from the airport because they didn't fucked up everything and they didn't tell us that we were that far from the airport. So damn. So I tell them, no, we're four hours away from the airport. So it's gonna take us four hours to get there. We're leaving in four hours. So I t- so um so Karen's like, what are we gonna do, King? I said, um, they're gonna have to get us a, a private plane. She said, they're not gonna get us a private plane. You know how much money that's gonna cost? I said, yeah, about twenty five thousand U.S. dollars. She said, but they're not gonna do. It. I said, we get a motherfucking private plane. That's what's gonna fucking happen. So so um I go over. And it's just the four African guys are talking. I go over there. I tell them, I said, hey, man, you guys, I got to fly out today out of Johannesburg. We haven't been to the hotel yet. I need my people to get to the hotel, take a shower, and you got to fly me. You got to fly me out. And they said, but, but we, can, we cannot. It's, it is too far away. I said, I don't give a fuck about how far away we are. Bring a plane to me. And they said, we can't, we can't do that. I said, yeah, you can. You can and you will. You're going to bring me a motherfucking plane and we're going to have a big problem. Figure it out. So I walk away. So I go back to Dove and she said, what's happening? I said, they don't get us a plane. And she said, they are? I said, yeah. So about 30 minutes later, he come over. Mr. King. We will have a plan for you. And that's how we got out of Palabara to uh, on a private plane from Palabara to Johannesburg. And we flew from Johannesburg back home. Damn. Well, the decent plane. You must be the president out there. She won't go without you. You got to be the president. You're a bad motherfucker, Jay. Give you your props. That nigga's a president. You, man, was it, was it a good plane or was it one of them dope smuggling planes? No, nigga, it was a good plane. They, they, he ordered, he, he ordered Nigga, that's the president, the Jay King, nigga. Top of the line. You got to know, know, know a couple of things. You got to know a couple of things about South Africa. Number one, up until 1994, South Africa was under the rule of the apartheid. So this was in 2017, 2018 that this happened. So these guys are only at 20-some-odd years removed from slavery. Um, So whenever I came to South Africa and I would watch how the whites would treat some of the blacks 
and I would light the white I would I would light the white folks up. I'd light their ass up because the blacks still hadn't gotten used to being in control. Right. And they and sometimes some of the whites were very racist, and you could feel it. You could see it against them, not against Americans, but against South African blacks. So I knew that um, that night I had to be the leadership. I had to, I wasn't asking them. I was telling them because that's what they were used to. And I think that's why even when I go there now and I and, and I hang out and I got a lot of friends there and the reason why they like they like and I think they learn from good morning, Benny. Good morning, Camarada. I think they learn from our forcefulness. That our forcefulness is what they need. They they need to know that they are eighty eight percent of the population. The, the population of South Africa is 80% black, 8% colored, which is black, African, mixed with another color. So that's 88%. That um, whites only make up 8% of the population. But 141,000 Jews control the economy. But there are a lot of very wealthy Africans, South Africans that are black, in the country that are learning how to be the power. And I think that's where we help them because um, even though we don't exercise our power here, we, um, we have a lot of power. I know the power that I am even here. I, I exercise my power. I exercise my presence. I exercise my chi. I know what it is. I'm not afraid of myself. A lot of times we are afraid of ourselves. We are afraid of what's inside of us because what's inside of us we haven't even explored. And when we get a little glimpse of it, you know, a bad motherfucker, like, oh, shit. And, and then we, we, we put it back up. We don't – because if, once you become aware of it, now you've got to be responsible to it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't want to be responsible to a lot of the shit that we're made of. So we don't. So we run from the shit that we're made of because we've been conditioned in a lot of ways to not think great of ourselves. That if you talk about how great you are, or that you, if you believe that you're great, or if you if you identify with the greatness of you, that it's for some reason you are you're arrogant or egotistical, or you you know you you're trying to make yourself more than when in fact it's just who you are, and you should love it. It don't mean that you have to walk around with it. Up on your shoulders, thinking up the joint. It just means that you got to know. So when you walk, you don't have to tell people. They know. They know because you walk like you know. If you want to make the world elevate to another level, everybody, then you got to you got to promote the idea that everybody's great. You, you can't just promote it. You have to believe it. You can't just believe it. You have to demonstrate it. You can't just demonstrate it. You have to teach it. You can't just teach it. You have to instill it. You have to, you have to make sure that it's manifested. 
That's that serpentine fire, the earth wind of fire I was talking about. The rising of the Kundalina by opening your chakras and feeding your pineal gland to harmonize your brain hemisphere. <laughs> Thank you, Quentin. That's the scientific way, the intellectual way to bring it to them. Good morning, Pablo. Yeah, the, the power of the chief. <laughs> Thank you, sir. It's a responsibility once you raise it, though, just like he said. Good morning, well, Father. Love, baby. love you, baby. Lord, Lord have mercy. Good morning, Jay. <laughs> um, let me tell you, I'm going to give you guys an example. Let me tell you guys an example. And I'm going to use a real, I'm going to use a real person. They bang the whole shit. So the other day, Joe Levy sends me a text. Good morning, Francis. And he says, um, Hey, man, do you know that our show is going to be the same day as Uncle Charlie's? You think that's a good idea? Let me see what I said to that nigga. I know I said something funky to him. I tell you guys what I said. Absolutely funky. Hmm. Hold on. I got to find it. Bro, are you aware that our show is the same night as Johnny Gill and Uncle Charlie? So what I sent him was, if you're a fan of my music, please join me, Sean Rayford, Lucky Witherspoon, and Joe Levy, March 23rd, 2024, at the McCullum Center for an evening of sexy, sensual, seductive, and sophisticated music under the stars. Then I called him, and I said, Joe, you don't have to do today. You don't have to do it. No, man, that's not what I was saying. Because uh, because Joe, Joe don't even know how great he is. First of all, Uncle Charlie going to sell some thousands of tickets. I need to sell 350 tickets. I've sold 100 and something. So, um, but when I look at who sells tickets so far, it's mostly me. I know Sean Rayford's people are going to start coming. You know, Lucky is new, so Lucky may or may not know how to sell tickets. Joe Levy been doing this shit for a long time. But Joe Levy, and you guys can tell him I said it because I tell him to his face. Joe Levy don't know how to be great. He doubts his greatness. Sometimes I think he's afraid of it. And you can't be you can't be scared out here. If you're scared, you got to call the police because that's the only people that can save you when you're scared. I don't, I ain't scared like that. My job is to sell tickets, 350 of them. A lot of people hold themselves back because they're so afraid. They're afraid of themselves. They're afraid of, they're afraid of the responsibility to their greatness. See, when you create shit, you got to be responsible to the creation. If you ain't responsible to the shit that you create, why should anybody else be? Why, why should I support your greatness when you're afraid of it?
That's right, afraid, afraid of failure. Some of my greatest wins is when I fail. Some of my greatest wins is when I fail because some of my greatest wins happened when I failed, and that's how I learned how to win. A lot of people think you learn how to win from winning. That's not when you learn how to win. You learn how to win from failing. And when you win, you respect it because you know you failed enough to learn how to win. That's okay. what Trump said. I never lose. I've never lost anything. <laughs> Everyone knows as a man of fact. I don't know. The only people that I know that are new is Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe lost me, stole from me. It's why I'm going to be king the next time around. John McCain, he lost. He was a loser. I know he's dead, but he was a loser. He got caught. He was flying the he plane. He crashed the plane. Cost us millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. We let him go. I never lose. If it's not, if if Donald Trump doesn't exist, guess what? China, great China, takes over. Russia, Russia, takes over. And little little Kim Jong Un, you know what he did? He because of me, he said, I don't want none of you, Trump. You're a tough guy. You're a tough customer. You're in great shape. He saw me. He saw how tall I was. He was a little oompa loompa to me. And I said, don't make me oompa loompa you, little jungle. And he said, okay. Okay, Donald. Okay, Mr. President. Okay, King. King Trump. And now, because I'm going to be king, I will be king because Reese on the radio, Reese Hopkins, John Beckman, and maybe Jeff Carlin. I don't know about him so much. But those guys, they're going to support me. And the kings are going to follow them because they're the leaders on kings in the morning. I think Potter likes me too. Potter, does, do you like me, Potter? Of course he does. He's from Canada. No. Canada. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can learn to like you if you fork over some money. Potter, are you going to support me? Are you going to give money? Wait a minute. I thought that was a bad thing to be bought or paid for. I thought that was a bad thing. Especially with yeah. black folks. No, not, 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 when, not, when, not when I do it, Reese. Not when I do it. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought I get Thank a lot of criticism you. from people who say I'm a Republican. They must have paid you off, and I go, oh, I, I didn't. I, that's a bad thing to get paid off. And then everybody's talking about getting paid in other ways, and I'm like, you're not bought and paid for. How does that work? I'm, I'm not understanding. So sounds like hypocrisy to me. Uh, I'll, I'll pay to support them in this case. I'll pay the support. Okay. All right. Don't worry, Trump. I got you. Reese, why you coming here and fuck up Donald Trump and Potter's conversation? Nigga, you wasn't the star, nigga. God damn. Um, I'm sorry. Sean Diddy Cole My apologies. is facing more legal trouble. A music producer is suing the rapper for sexual harassment and assault, claiming Combs pressured him into having sex with prostitutes. The producer, Rodney Little Rod Jones, worked on Combs' latest album, the Love Album, Off the Grid. The two worked together for a period of a little over a year. 
tracing back to September 2022 and ending on November 2023. According to NME, Jones produced nine albums for the rapper. Now the rapper is seeking $30 million. Jones is now filing a lawsuit in New York federal court. He's also accusing Combs of threatening him as well as drugging him. According to Jones, Combs forced him to solicit prostitutes. Jones claims Combs coerced him into having sex with said prostitutes. According to the suit, Combs also drugged people with laced drinks, including underage girls and prostitutes. Jones claims that Combs drugged him, resulting in him waking up in the bed with two prostitutes. On another occasion, Combs asked Jones to work in Combs' bathroom while Combs walked around naked and showered in a clear glass. <laughs> Combs' lawyer is denying those allegations. The rapper's legal team claims they have proof that the claims are all fiction. We have overwhelming, indisputable proof that this claims are complete lies. Sean Combs has never done anything like this, and all of the things that he's been accused of that he settled were because he just wanted to be nice to people. Our attempts to share this proof with Mr. Jones' attorney, Tyrone Blackburn, have been ignored as Mr. Blackburn refuses to return our calls. Combs' attorney said in a statement. We will address these outlandish allegations in court and take all appropriate action against those who make them. Meanwhile, Jones' attorney, Tyrone Blackburn, told people, litigation should never be the first option for a dispute. We filed because of the refusal to negotiate on the other side. And not the first time somebody accused Sean of sexual assault. As a matter of fact, in the past few months, uh, you know, a lot of people been telling people what he's doing. We just one of those people. Look what he did with Cassandra Ventura. What he was doing with her. He doing the same thing with this boy, but you know, because my name is Tyrone, they don't think I can try this case. I don't give a fuck though. I know what I'm doing. Two women accused Combs of assault. One claimed the rapper drugged and raped her. The other claimed Combs and songwriter Aaron Hall assaulted her and a friend in 1990. In December, a 17-year-old also accused Combs of rape as well. So far, hey. Combs has denied any allegations against him. He said, I did not do any of those awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and for my truth, even though it's based on a lot of lies. <laughs> the rapper dude is full of shit. Did you hear that Puffy changed his name again? Good morning. Uh, I think that's Stephanie, Queens in the morning. It's all true. Diddy loves a bussy. Did you you hear he changed his name again? Yeah, again. He's got to after all of this. Yeah, no. He changed his name to Sean P. Daddy Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) You stupid. (laughs) Yeah, but that rapper full of shit. He woke up with two naked women. He pissed. Yeah, make no fucking Yeah, but sense. you don't know what they look like. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, you know, they they could have woke up with he could have woke up to buffalo meat. Two boogers. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that healthier. <laughs> two two big old baboons. <laughs> two buffalo girls go around the outside. Round the outside. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 oh, God, man. 
I'm going to tell you guys something. Me and Mr. LES have known each other for the better part of 10 years, maybe 15. I have never met him in the flesh. Wow. This is going to be the first time when we do uh, the, the Sack Pack show, it's going to be the first time that I get to see Mr. LES face to face. And I'm happy. I'm happy. Lisa, I want you to tighten up on your security, J. King. Yeah. Hey Jay, hey Jay, you got any updates on the whole Fannie Willis thing? Um, I haven't been looking at Fannie. Yes, is he hearing today? I let let Reese do the Fannie stuff. No, it's a hearing today, and it's a big one because it's Terrence Bradley. Um, the judge had a meeting with him yesterday for an hour and a half to find out whether or not he's going to be able to testify to what is and what isn't privileged. And I think they determined that any conversations before he was hired as his attorney in 2018 is no longer privileged, is not privileged, or anything that wasn't related to his wife isn't privileged. So he will have to testify today at 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock on the West Coast, and that will yep. be broadcast live. I heard something about phone records that they got. That yeah, news. the phone <laughs> records that we don't know if they're inadmissible or they're going to be admissible until Friday. But if these phone records are, it is the most damaging of all of the evidence so far. And that so far says that between the two of them starting in 2021, they not only pinged Nathan Wade's phone by her house at, uh, 35 times when he said he had only been yeah, but, 10. But, but let me ask you a question. Why well, let me finish matter? the second part, and I'll answer. I promise. Let me just finish the second part. The other thing that he testified to was whether or not he ever stayed at her house overnight. Two of the pings had him showing up at 1030 and leaving at 3, another time at 11, leaving at 4. And he said he went to the area for other things like restaurants and bars where he was clearly there after those places had been closed. Go ahead. Wow. What was your question? So why would it matter um, what they did? I mean, why would it why would it matter? The you know, it has nothing to do with the case. The, it doesn't, and you're right. And and I I made this case on TIC yesterday because I want to ask about this. But let let me make it clear. It ma- it makes no difference that the two of them were having sex, whether or not it was in 2019, 2020, or whatever, right? Or 2022 when they claimed. But they filed legal affidavits as attorneys that it happened in 2022. Therefore, if that is, they committed fraud, and they should be brought up for review. If not, I don't know about disbarred, but definitely for review. We don't know yeah, if they're going to be saying, disbarred. But, but, so, but so, here's so, the relationship yeah, so, um, part. Here's where the problem lies. A quid pro quo would be I hired my boyfriend for a high-powered position as my special counsel in a no-bid contract, right? I had – other attorneys I could have hired, clearly. And not only that, I paid this guy who's not qualified for that while I have a RICO lawyer on the staff, because she does, and paid him less than the guy who has no RICO experience. It looks inappropriate. They went on seven vacations in five months, J.K., seven in one year. I know, but what does that have to do? What I'm asking is what does that have to do with the case? The level of impropriety between the both of them, it gives, again, she gives the impression that she is doing this to fleece the taxpayers to get money to her husband. It's not, again, even if Donald Trump is legally responsible for what they're claiming, 
it's the fact that she's got dirt on her that muddies that water. So it makes her look corrupt in how she hired the guy, and therefore right. makes the whole thing look corrupt. So she, but, they so, may so, be able so, to pass it off to somebody else, but now they have to yeah. start from where she began two years ago. Remember, this mm-hmm. case started in 2021. We're in 2024. We, haven't, we don't have a trial date yet. So that means that a new attorney has to start from scratch. That means mm-hmm. we won't get, if it does, another two years. And that attorney, that new DA's office, has to go through everything that led her to the case she's at now to find out if so, a so case is ever agree? brought. So Mr. Elliott said it's the optics, that's all. Yeah, well, that? clearly it's the optics. But remember, this judge can, if he wishes to, mm-hmm. to say that this is so corrupt, that everything she did was so corrupt, him lying, her lying on affidavits, they're lying to the court, that he could say, not only are you disqualified from this case, I'm disqualifying the case altogether. He could. They say that's unlikely. But now, if the case is moved to another jurisdiction, the question is, one, which jurisdiction takes it or wants that? Because, again, it doesn't matter whether or not a new jurisdiction takes it. Fannie Willis's fingerprints are all over it. So it then muddies the next person who takes it over. And that's what the, the reputation of that office is saying, do I want her old baggage? It, it's, and it's, it doesn't make any difference on the case. It doesn't seem to me, but they did go and fight on, they did swear and they got on the witness stand and they said something that was not true. I mean, they, they, Trump's lawyers were asking questions because they already had the answer. That's correct. And I said, they the already had the phone lawyer, record, so, that's correct. Yeah, the they, they the I'm not going to get the chance to talk about that on um, third hour. On the third hour of power. Uh, if you guys want to listen to the third hour of power, call 515-605-9376, 515-605-9376, or go to thejkingnetwork.com, thejkingnetwork.com. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Big Fred, uh, PTE, Dr. Dre with uh, Pretty Trans Eyes, uh, Mary Hopkins, Snitchy Smurf, Chocolate Peach, <laughs> and, uh, and Prada. Tell me to get this in there because you have enough time to We'll see you on the same bad time. That nigga got Pretty Trans Eyes out there, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Had to get that shit up in there. 
He wanted the whole Wait, thing. Me, I wanted to say to Potter, the, the, the testimony that's going to happen in an hour, I think, right? It's 1 o'clock. Okay, 1 o'clock on the east. Okay, so in one hour. So here's the, the breakdown. And that's just the part that fucked me up. So your boy is, used to work with you, right? You run a law firm with him. You have to let him go because somebody in the office accuses him of sexual assault. That's Terrence Bradley. He leaves. He, he continues with his own firm, and then he's dragged into court to testify that your relationship with Fannie Willis happened earlier than you say it was. But when Duke gets on the stand, he screams, uh, attorney-client privilege. I can't tell you shit. I ain't telling you shit. He gives them nothing. And then when Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade's attorneys get him on the stand, when they go to cross-examine him, they bring up the allegation of sexual assault, not only with an employee, but with a client of theirs, which caused him to leave. They fucking railroad him. And in the middle of that case, Terrence Bradley's lawyer gets up and says, hey, um, we want to we want a second crack at this privilege thing. So then they're going, dude, we, you had me at hello. I wasn't going to say shit because the Lord – and oh, by the way, they called Terrence Bradley the day before he was set to testify. Some, a friend of Nathan Wade's called him and said, hey, dude, remember your privilege. Like as a little wink, wink, nod, nod. Don't say shit. He gets on the stand right. and they kill, they kill him. They, they literally murder his reputation. He's a private attorney. And now he's on the television in front of the world being accused of sexual assault that, again, he was never charged with, and he paid $20,000 to the employee in an escrow. That all comes out. So while he's protecting them, they fuck him. So now he goes and meets with the judge, and the judge's like, I think you need to rethink this. They're, they're assassinating your character, which is why he's going on the stand today. And if he testifies today, what they were trying to prevent him from testifying, that they have been dating since 2019, it is a WRAP rap for Fannie Willis. That's stupid, though. Well, who gives a fuck if they fucking are not, though? It doesn't – again, you're pointing, out, you're pointing to the wrong thing. It's like, it's like Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. I know, right? I know, well, I know, the, I know what it is. I know what it saying, is. What everybody I'm saying said, what's is, the big deal that they act like, sex with they Monica act Lewinsky? Like, but they act like they it, wasn't over at that dude's ranch that hung himself again, in jail, the, supposedly. The, dude, the deal remains this, right? It's sort of like everybody says, you know, Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. What's the big deal? It was just a blowjob. I'm just like, dude, it wasn't a big deal. Why'd he lie? Everybody said it's a big right. deal. Why do you lie? Oh, because yeah, people that would have. That's it. That's the reason. Everybody said because people would have. That's why they lie. Why does he have to defend himself in a sexual he uh, action with he somebody? He doesn't. That's the whole point. Well, what they're asking he for then. We're telling, listen, we are saying that it's not a big deal. It was clear the American people thought but why it did was they no ask big him deal. Then? Again. He was, they, in a no, because he was him, in a no-win situation. If he, he was in a no-win situation. He could have. made it fucked up. He could why he just didn't say anything. No, no, here's why. Again, it's never the scandal, Ali. It's the cover-up. Because he could have just said, yes, we a had lie? sex and it would have been A over. lie about yes. me getting my dick sucked is a cover-up. But, but see, that's the yep. thing, Ali. <laughs> Ali, that's the thing. You, you're not understanding No, no, that. no. This is the thing I'm saying. This is the thing that the United yep. States throw at the people in society. Like, we give a fuck about this man being thrown under the bus or hiding from that he lied about getting his dick sucked. But he did. So but what? See, that's the point. Right? You create the that's scandal. So, that's so childish, though, man. It ain't but got I, shit to no, do with Ali, people I am getting a check you. on the first. 
Ali, I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. And I'm, when people were saying it in the 90s, I said, dude, I agree with you. But you're missing the main point. It isn't about whether or not we care. Man, how about, are you telling me I'm missing the main point, nigga? Well, let me finish the statement. How the are main you always point trying is, to act like you smarter than somebody? I'm not you smarter. Me, I'm just saying that ain't you're nobody missing the Just point. because of what I'm saying don't mean I'm no, missing no, no. the whole I'm point. I'm just saying right, what I'm Ali. saying. Ali, I don't give a damn you're... if you say I'm right or if I'm wrong, you funny-looking motherfucker. You're right because it wasn't a big deal. Who he cares? made it one. He made it one. Yeah, and that's the same thing with Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. They made, they made it a big deal when they <laughs> lied. They could have just said, yes, we were fucking <laughs> since 2019. <laughs> but they knew they had to lie because they knew it didn't look good. So they tried okay, to Reese, Okay, Reese. Okay, this ain't your show. Go to your show, man. I'm God doing damn. my show. Well, I'm, in, well, I'm a king in the morning. I'm doing here's my Here's another thing. You a king in the morning? Why your ass ain't yeah. here at 8 a.m. then, nigga? Show up tomorrow at 8. Your you know phone what? is a... I don't know why people don't know that their phone is a tracking device. At, yeah, in 2024, no, he, he I don't really totally understand what... What is it that people don't understand that your phone is a tracking device? They can tell where you... As long as that phone is on, sometimes even when it's yeah, off, no, but as long as that right. phone is on, they can track everywhere you go. I know. I know. They, again, this and, and is, this reason, is why people don't so get, and people get on the stand, people selling drugs, they're doing all this stuff, and their phone is, I mean, they're talking on the phone. I, I, don't, I just don't understand it. Potter, this is, like, again, this, this, this also lends to the idea that Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade are not very smart, right? They are in positions that they have not earned. There's no real merit in the positions that they're in because they make foolish mistakes. All verifiable mistakes. Every lie that they're saying can be verified to be untrue. And it just looks sloppy. In the heat of the moment of fucking Reese, motherfuckers do crazy shit. Yeah, no, but again, even with that, then when you get, listen, they had weeks to prepare for what they were going to say on the stand, and they chose to lie, putting their jobs in legal, legal jeopardy. If indeed this, they get referred to the bar, Fannie Willis, what, what, she is going to have a worldwide fall from grace if she ends up being disbarred because of this. They're so raggedy. They're raggedy. That's exactly. That, thank you. Yeah, That's exactly raggedy, what it is. Man. It's raggedy. And it looks ghetto. It gives the appearance of, and when she got on the stand and she did that old sister girl routine, it did not help her. Right. It didn't. You nope. walk on, and then, and then I'm not it even going to mention the fact that she came in there with a Pepto Bismol dress backwards. <laughs> what are you it doing really in that Pepto Bismol really, dress wearing it backwards? The dress was on backwards because just got people. The dress was not backwards. Yes, it was. The dress was not. No, it was not. Because the zipper was on the front and the staff was in the back. That's fashion, too. Oh, that's not fashion. She had the dress on backwards. People were saying it was backwards, but they found the actual, the actual designer in the dress. They found the actual designer? Her stomach and ass was backwards. Her stomach and ass was backwards. Oh, my God. Nigga, they, nigga, what you mean she went in there, nigga? They, let, they knew she was coming in there. They let her do it. Dude, that's so true. Listen, Ali. 
you had to see the, the, the district attorney cross. She was the white woman that was defending Fannie. When, yeah, Fannie we walks in, when Fannie walks in and she's standing there, right, with her wig uneven, she's standing there, right? <laughs> and you, <laughs> you shoot her wig. No, she didn't yeah, have a wig on, but I like They knew exactly what they was doing, man. And she looks at her. You watch that video again where she walks in and watch Cross, D.A. Cross, watch her face. She rolls her eyes, something awful, because they, the next thing that was supposed to happen after Wade was, they were going to argue to keep Fannie off the stand. And then she comes down and says, I want to testify. She rolls her eyes at her shit. God damn this bitch. That's the first thing mm-hmm. ran through her mind. She said, yeah, why would the judge did. let that happen if they wasn't trying to make Saturday Night Live? Because they know each other. Because he's the one that yeah, that's right. he used to work for her. Report. Yeah, not only does he know her, he donated to her campaign in 2020 for, um, for, for district attorney. So, and, but they say that that whole pool of Fulton County DAs and lawyers, it's, it's mad incestuous. Like they all have worked for or with each other at some point. Isn't that how it is? Isn't that how it is with all the government Uh-oh. jobs? Yeah, no, no, agreed, agreed, agreed. That's Washington because it's you know Washington is so small. Fulton County is same deal. Because it's so small, you're going to run in the same circles as somebody else because but, of the but, industry uh, but, you're but in. Atlanta is, is notorious for that shit though. Everything yes. is clickish. Everybody clickish. Yep. yep. Well, I hate Atlanta. It is. It is. Anywhere, it, any, anywhere is going to be clicky. Yeah, but it's dude, yeah, it's but. funny because the, you guys, I, a, a couple of weeks ago, I did a story uh, about Nathan Wade that many people don't even know about was that, you know, that when Donald Trump got his mug shot there, the controversy that was happening at the Fulton County Jail was there were all of these mysterious deaths that happened inside the Fulton County prison system, right, in the DOT. And, I mean, the DOC. And it turns out that Nathan Wade was working with the sheriff's department to do an inter- a private investigation that he claims he did for nothing, that he wasn't paid for, to do an investigation, an internal review of why those deaths happened. He never gave the results. He was never qualified to do that. In the documents that he filed in this case against Donald Trump as to why he was qualified to be the special DA – he lied and said that he was paid over three five hundred dollars an hour to work on that case. I found an old news report from Atlanta News First, the video where they said Nathan Wade had done that job for free because he was a friend of the sheriff and the sheriff's deputy. So he lied plenty of times. This dude is like a, he's a freaking habitual liar. And he lies on documents They're all the all time. All fucking liars. Well, all well, liars. one of the things one of the things that I said about when we when when Jay brought it up before on the show, and after I saw Fannie Willis do her thing, I was like, I said this on on, on air. They got something on it. They know something because the way that they were questioning her, they were just questioning her on specific things, and they just oh, kept yeah. going after her on the same oh, thing yeah. and trying to get an answer. I was like, they know something. They got something yeah. on her. They just they just they're trying but to get again, her to lie about it first. Potter. Think about this. The guy who set all of this in play is a guy by the name of Michael Roman. He's one of the defendants. I mentioned this before. What was his job in the Trump administration? He's the opposition research for the Trump Trump 2020 2020 campaign. In essence, he's the guy who finds the dirt on your opposition. So he knew this. He knew exactly. And he works in Atlanta. So he knew all the inner workings and everybody who to find. 
his lawyer, uh, Ashley Merchant, is the person who brought the case because that's what he does. If you got something hiding under a rock, this guy knows where it is. He knows where all the bodies are buried. That's why we're here. Yeah, but I, I see, and that's another thing I don't understand. When you're at this level, and this is a former president, and the kind of money that's involved here, if you're doing anything wrong, they're going to find out. I just don't understand. If somebody came to me and I was fooling around or having affairs or something like that, and I didn't want it to get out, and someone said, hey, you can take this Trump case. This will make your career. Like, you'll be famous. I'll be like, nope. <laughs> nope, that's okay. Give it to somebody else. Because I know they're going to find out. If you're going to have an affair, you've got to have it in a hermetically sealed package that has no... <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know they're going to find out. You know why? Because I've seen guys who use private investigators like in marital matters and divorce and stuff like that. And a friend of mine, years ago, he showed me that I couldn't believe the type of information they found out. Yeah. I mean, phone records, text messages. I was like, how in the hell did they get this information? Yeah. So read. Uh, It was amazing the kind of information they could find out. If they could do that just for a regular person, yeah. What can somebody with his resources find out? Even though you're here, Reese, Keone started already. (laughs) I saw him. I saw the text. I saw the text. I saw the text. Hey, man, I got to go. Man, you guys behave yourself. Get the fuck out of here. No one wanted you. <laughs> Don't got to tell anybody you about to Love leave. Love you too, buddy. Later, later, later. I'm going to miss your ass. The fuck you think you are? Oh, but, anyway. But I, I, just don't, I just don't understand, man. When you got to go to court and you got to, you really got to think about some of this stuff, man, like. Like I said, the, the, your phones and tracking device. Maybe we just they get up there on court and start asking you about where you've been and when you, where you went. They already know. Potter, why don't we just accept the fact that Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade are clearly unqualified to be in the positions that they're in? And and I don't, you know, again, if these people were diversity hires, you know, or somebody needed to meet a quota. Maybe they should have dug deeper. I looked at the same case with with Claudine Gay at Harvard University. It's like you you just went for somebody. You know, it can't just be they're black and then that be the criteria because every time you do it, it looks bad when they show up. Fannie Willis was put literally the articles that were written about her in the New York Times and the Washington Post. You know, even the book that was written about her. They made her you know, seem you know like the me, most. Let, let, let me say this. Um, I have never agreed with Reese Moore. <laughs> Thank and you. Let me tell you guys. Let, and let me tell. And let, well, let me tell you guys why. Because when he talks about qualifications, he's not just talking about the ability to do the work. It's the understanding of the position. Hmm. And that's why I even question Trump and his um and if he's qualified to be president. Because it's not the position itself, it's all the things that come with it. You know, there are some people that could be great show hosts, but they're not qualified because they don't do they don't do the the studying that that like they might have the voice 
They might have the, 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 the count. They know how to they know how to bada bing, bada bang it. They know how to get it done. But when it comes down to the overall of it, and a lot of times people aren't qualified for where they are. Not that they can't do the work. They're just not, they're not at that level. And so I have to agree with you, Reed. And a lot of people will get mad at you saying it, but I would, I would, I would challenge those people and say, it, you know, qualification ain't just being able to do the work. It's being able to understand the position and the responsibility that comes with it. That's what makes you qualified is the position and understanding uh, all of, you know, all of the, the rules and stuff that you got to live by, that you have to abide by, that you have to recognize so that you can, so that you can uphold the position and mm-hmm. what it means to the system. There's a well, that's, system in place. And the, that was and the, the part that bothered me about Claudine Gay. System. That's the part that bothered me about Claudine Gay. Fannie Willis notwithstanding, but the, but the Claudine Gay thing was, you hired her. If the qualifications were, okay, I need to find a black woman, and you left it there. You didn't go to, I need to find a qualified, you know, flawless, in this case, you know, wrote papers and all that. The, the New York Times article that talks about her, when you find out how the Harvard went through its process to hire her, it turns out that they just literally had a bunch of black faces on the wall and threw a dart. They didn't care. She is, she is the only president of Harvard University, Claudine Gay that wasn't published in its history. And that's a big deal. You have to be published, right? You have to have work that's published. She had none. So it wasn't even like, it, it seemed almost bigoted in the hire by saying they just looked for a black face, which again means you couldn't find a qualified person who was black? Or did you even bother? You know and what? Then, Should we be insulted by that kind of stuff? Because yes. I think, yes. I think no, uh, hold on, and, and, and I want to put this to everybody. Should we be insulted when they do this stuff, when they get black people and they put them in positions and then they just get anybody for whatever reason? Because there are plenty of qualified black people out there who are published in the whole, if you talk no, about Harvard. No, I don't think we, no, I don't think we, I, sh- I think we, I don't think we should be offended. I think what we should be is mindful. I think we should be open about who's doing it and why mm. they're doing it. Sometimes right. it's for nefarious reasons that they're doing it. Sometimes they don't want to find the most qualified person because they want to say, "We did. We see what we tried to do, and yeah. you see what happened." So you, so you know, it's according. You know, and sometimes some of the these quote unquote liberal universities with you know, these woke people, it's just a game. It's like, hey, we got to play this game. We got to do DEI. But they don't have the – if they really wanted to do DEI, they would say it's got to be a two-way street. Hey, we're not just talking about – we're not just talking about the companies. What about the people? What about our, our, our staff that, that, you know, black and white, green and yellow, orange and blue, everybody is, you know, have to practice – this concept of humanity, because this is the world we, this is the world we're we're, going, we're walking into. Then we could have a different kind of conversation. So when I mm-hmm. see these things, and when I see people like them, like they them them picking people that aren't that just happen to be 
a friend to somebody or be at the right place at the right time with the right people, and, you know, and they say, hey, let's use them. You know, if it work out cool, if it don't, we try, you know, because a lot of people in those positions don't believe that there are any qualified black people because they didn't believe it in the first place. It's just something that they have to do. So I'm always cognizant That's what makes it a of to me. all of the possibilities of why. Why would they pick this person? You know, somebody had to know that there's no way you can tell me that everybody who's doing this, that nobody knew that she that she wasn't published. Nobody knew that she had these, um, you know, plagiarism yeah. that, that existed. I, I don't believe it. I think, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I think they all knew. In fact, and when they did know, they said it wasn't a big deal. Even when it was at 50, they tried really hard. Till finally the groundswell was just too much for them, and they like, gave her the opportunity to resign. But she still makes close to a million dollars a year. She's just she's still at Harvard, still allowed to teach. Students are now going to sue if they've been kicked out of the school for plagiarism with her still having her job. They're opening themselves up for a lawsuit. Well deserved, I might add. Yeah, and another thing, one day uh, you had on the show, Jay, you were talking about mediocrity. I mean, I know that these people are hired by other people and that kind of thing, but just as we as a people, have we gotten used to, like, mediocrity? I mean, and in some cases we applaud it because there's people saying, oh, you know, Fannie Willis, you know, who cares? She's just great. But you can't quantify it to just us. Um, No, no, no. And I know, Jay. Yeah, so I'm saying it's, it's, it's not it's the rule of engagement. It's it's what it's what America has. It's what it's what she is across the board. It's why she doesn't she doesn't weld the same kind of power. It's why you know whites aren't even the highest earners in this country. Asians are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because 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 they don't come from mediocrity, and and they're. They, they, they're saying, you know what? Let them go mediocre. We continue. We continue to climb. And they continue to climb. They're going to let you go mediocre. They don't care. So, no, it's, 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 the, it's the rule of America. And you got to remember, Potter, we're Americans. So, so we've been conditioned in the ideas of America. And when we and when you divorce yourself from the conditioning is when you become a lot freer and a, and a lot more able to not just buy into a notion one way or the other. That's why I can't be a, a, a liberal or I, I can't be a conservative. I can't be a centrist. I'm all that shit. It's according to what it is at what time and for what reason because I can't be what America has designed for me from a party standpoint, one or the other, because then it's a fight. It's always a fight because the party system is designed for you to fight. That's its de- designation. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm the same way, actually, you know. Um, but I don't know. It's just it. sometimes when you, when you look at this stuff, it's just, you know, when it comes to the United States and people, it's like, okay, this mediocrity stuff has got to stop. And and I think I see it a lot here in Canada 
I mean, they promote that kind of stuff with just being mediocre because they want to be everybody to be included in everything, and it's 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 not good. They have I made a hard the time case, standing out. I made the case, Potter. When you hire about race, the firing must be the same. And that's exactly what happened with Claudine Gay. It'll be the same case with the, it was the same case with the scrutiny of Fannie Willis. Because again, what happened is immediately when Claudine Gay had to re, had to resign, right? Or they called for a firing. They knew all of this story about all of these stories about her, the plagiarism and not denouncing, you know, anti-Semitism on the campus. Immediately when she had to resign, every black pundit said it was about racism. No, it wasn't. It was about the fact that she plagiarized 50 times, but it was about race. So what do you get when you make it about race? You, it becomes about race always, no matter what you do. So now you're in a position where, and this is where Jay King and I will definitely split, but if you're hiring based upon race, you're stuck with that person you hired based upon race. Because the person could sit there and never, ever do a thing, not improve the company, because the minute that you try to scrutinize them, if they make it public, it will be about the race of that person. You set yourself up for failure. And that's what happened with Claudine Gay. Not that it happens in every case, but if you make it about race, it will always be about race. You can't do that. You just can't. That's why DEI, right now, 67% of corporations have walked away from the billions of dollars they spent in DEI in the last year. 67% of corporations have walked away from it and now investing in AI. Yeah, I mean, because do you know who who benefits most from DEI? Do you know the group that benefits the most? I don't know. White women. (laughs) Yeah, I heard, I saw that statistic. White women. White women do benefit the most from DEI in these corporations. And I'm like, well, they're trying to say, well, at least the white guy is not getting it. Yeah, but his sister got it or his daughter got it. Like, white guy. Like, that... I don't understand. Like, what are you doing? Like, what what are we doing here? That's what Reece, Bill Burr said. said. You didn't know, but you saw Bill... the statistic. No, I remember That's that because no, because Keone actually posted that the other day. But you know who I'm thinking about when you said that? Bill Burr was on Saturday Night Live. Did you remember? Do you I remember his monologue? I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, his that. monologue said just that. He goes, he goes, I don't understand how the Black Lives Matter movement in seconds was overcome by white women, by suburban white women. He said they took over that movement in a nanosecond. He said uh, generals around the world could learn from these suburban white women. Like it was always supposed to be about how black people needed a fair at bat, how they needed to get more and more opportunity, and white women came in and swept it right out of, took it away from them. And it's true. It, it, white women are more oppressed, or at least if you were watching, so go online, you have more white women talking about oppression of blacks than even blacks are. Well, they even no, took the no, same uh, agenda Bill, of the Bill. Black Panther Party. And then got got even more than the Black Panther Party got, and had and used the blueprint that the Black Panther used uh, to get for I justice. But, well, I, I think um, you know what Bill was saying was that they they use it for themselves because they start saying, "Well, we're put upon." You know, all the white the white man he oppresses us too. Oh, we you know we're minorities right. too. You know, we and they Absolutely. jumped in there, of course. 
you have you have guys like Yusef, you know, letting them in because he got you know getting blinded by the blonde <laughs> hair. But you know what I mean? Like you, you just saw the white man, the white well, man, the white man. Well, that's how that's how the Me chest. Too movement got momentum too, though. But you know what? He's, he, you're making a good point there, Yusef, and I'll tell you this: you brought up the Me Too movement. But remember, this is not an original idea. Gloria Steinem, when she started that women's lib movement of the 60s, the first group they went after was black women. The war on poverty incorporated black women to do what? To eliminate male roles in in the community. Because, again, turning, in essence, government into your husband. The, without the reliance and this don't forget that movement was then forged in the 90s with the oprah winfrey uh, show with the you go girl campaign right right with the you don't need no man so this has always been a concerted effort with black women and women in general to eliminate men from society and now what's the next phase as we talked about earlier with the feminization of men with the you know men can be women Men, you know, uh, uh, transitioning into women. That's the whole cabal. It's always about the you remove the patriarchy, demonize the patriarchy, so you can advance the matriarchy. Well, I, you know, I think uh, with Gloria Steinem, she came out later and said that the C- she was working with the CIA. I was like, what? Like, she came out oh, and yeah. said in an interview that the CIA was involved a little bit in what they were doing. And then there was a, you remember the magazine Cosmopolitan? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cosmopolitan was a woman's magazine, and they were pushing that stuff from the 60s, like with Gloria Steinem kind of, hey, girl, just get out here and do your thing, sex in the city, don't worry about getting yes, married or being a mom or anything today. like that. What's the yeah, taboo so, word today that they're using related to Taylor Swift? You know what the word is, right? No, what is it? Psyop. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that word so, is getting buzzed around now. Yeah, so what happened was there was a, um, an editor for Cosmopolitan Magazine who used to be an editor back, way back when, and she's coming out and apologizing now. She was like, it was a lie. Everything we were printing was just, there, it was an agenda. She said there were corporations in on it because they wanted women working so that they can make, because they know women would spend more the men on certain things that they, they got women into the workforce just to make more money off them. She's like the government taxing, not, you know, they have more money, you know, from taxes, you know, just to kind of get the women out here. And she, and she apologized. She said, we knew it was a bunch of BS, but we sold women. And she said some of the today. stories about women, some of the stories about women in that magazine that, you know, there's a woman living mm-hmm. in Arizona and she's been working and she has her own home, blah, blah. She said a lot of those stories were fake. Look at women today. I mean, look real. at men today, though, Potter. People say that we're seeing a lot of soy boys, pajamas, beta men. That's the objective. These men have no longer even thought about asserting themselves. You see testosterone levels in boys are plummeting. And again, that's because they refuse to be assertive. Because some boys, if you even tell them to assert their, their, their manhood, they're nervous to. Not that they'll be canceled. It's that they'll be ostracized, that women won't want them. And then you have more men calling themselves feminists. Why? Because they think this thing gets them laid. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. You know, I, it, it, in the GTA, 
called the Greater Toronto area. Yeah. It's pretty bad, man. The boys, you can just see, they're just walking around with nothing, a lot of them. And when my son was, yeah. he was in sports, he was playing ball and before he went, came to the United States and did the prep school and all that. But it was just the regular guys that weren't into, like, sports and that kind of stuff, man. It was just mm-hmm. – it was kind of scary, man. It was like, dude, are you in there? Like, is there anybody in there? They were just very meek. Yep. Very meek. Like, had no hey, when get you up see an goal, uptick like, in school shootings, you'll know why. I'm like, wow. Like, <laughs> you know, and the system beats them down to that because they teach them that kind of stuff, you know. Oh, it's yeah. not about you. It's about, it's about the women. Like, you don't you don't really have a place. No, um, you don't. So it, it's, just, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But back to this whole thing about hiring, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen now that DEI is kind of going out of favor with these corporations. <laughs> like, I don't know what this means for hiring and, and minorities, but, you know, we'll see where it goes. I mean, because you don't have DEI now, so what – what do you do? How do you kind of bring awareness to kind of just fair hiring practices, even though we already have that in the law? But you sue them. You have to sue them. Yeah. And people are winning, by the way. We just had a case last year. White, no, 2022, white guy sued his company because of DEI, and he won. Yeah, now you've got this messy, case man. in Chicago. You have this case in Chicago where the guy is suing to be, um, to be a white man in Chicago. Yeah, it says white Chicago cop sues department to change his race. Officer Muhammad Youssef says racially identifying as fluid and being an incorrectly designated Caucasian has hampered his career. So now he wants to change it. Wow. No, I guess I guess that's the thing, right? I mean, I guess now you should be able to not just turn into a, 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 what they say is a woman or whatever. You can just change your race. I hey, dude, if everything. This is testimony. It's happening in thirty minutes. Y'all be good. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. sorry I have okay. a personal investment in watching Fanny. Fanny Fall. So tonight I'll be covering this extensively, and we're calling it the saga of Willis and Weed. <laughs> and and hold on, wait, wait, wait. I got to do this. If you would indulge me for a second, I don't know if you heard this, um, uh, Snippy, but I got to play it. Here it is. Sorry, give me a second here. Here's how it goes. The Saga of Willis and Wade. <laughs> it's the theme to L.A. Law. <laughs> so I play that on my show every day. I have a, I have a, I have a whole bumper for it, and it's got, like, graphics. <laughs> I love this story. All right, I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to see if this Terrence Bradley right. spills all the beans. It, it, and I want to know how damaging it is because Donald Trump's lawyer, Steve Sadow, Youssef, you got to watch this dude. 
you got to watch this get this this attorney. He's going to have it, Terrence Bradley today. It is going to be epic. I promise you. He's the one who got all the all the phone data. Steve Sadow. All right, what is it going to be on? What is it going to be? It'll be on at two o'clock in thirty minutes, less than thirty minutes. If you can't find it on like one of the news networks, I don't know if CNN or them are going to cover it. They may not. Yeah, go online. It should be. If you okay. go to Atlanta News first or Atlanta Five, uh, Channel Five, that's the Fox Five uh, in Atlanta. They will be broadcasting it live or the Zoom call live. So we'll be able to watch it. They're going to have cameras inside, though. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. All right. Talk okay. to you later. Love you later. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. Didn't you hear Reese say he loved us? He said, love y'all. Bye. He, he said he's the hater. He often says that. Shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> Always gotta come in and say Oh my god. You just asked, did I hear it? So I'm responding. Woo No, the answer was yes, he did say that. Not yes, he did say that, but he always did that. Oh my god. Don't you stand up? Don't you have a backbone for anything? Oh my goodness. So um Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> Thank you for your concern. I'm so still, earlier, I'm still you, hearing, go, go ahead, Smishy. Oh, I was going to say. So earlier, you asked if we should be offended, and I immediately said yes. I feel we should be offended for the second thing um, that you what you said later about how this impacts our future you know, leaders, future opportunities. Um, I feel that um, I'm offended because, like, if if I'm in the business of saying, like, you know, my whole institution is about promoting the best and the brightest, uh, no no respect to gender or ethnicity. It's the best by, by merit, by integrity, skill set, however you put that together, not just because, you know, a person is this or that. And then I know I don't reach down into I, I should know my people. And out of those folks that I have here, I have picked those I know aren't ready to to say satisfy this. I am I value equity and inclusion and all. And I pick someone I know is not going to be able to cut the mustard, only to then turn around and say, Oh, you know, well, what can I tell you? Like, you know, it didn't work out. Well, of course it wasn't going to work out. I picked somebody I knew wasn't going to be able to, for whatever reason, whether they had a great skill set but not so great in integrity or however you lined it up, it didn't work out. I feel, yeah, I, I, on the outside looking in would be offended because you could pick from, you could have picked someone who was ready and, and still met the equity and inclusion and diversity, all that. You could have, pick someone from that group, but you didn't. You pick, you pick someone in the group because just because they were black. Like, so who said somebody threw darts at, at a picture? <laughs> what? So that's why I say offensive because young people won't have an opportunity because this thing was not going to be successful. And I guess that's what you were saying. It's already like coming up now, this whole DI thing is not really successful 
but I feel like it wasn't given fair um um a fair approach across yeah. the board. Like like almost set up to not be successful. So I can then say, see, you know what how can we do this? You know, black folks not ready, brown folks aren't ready. We better stick to what we've been doing. We're losing money here. You know, so I don't know. So yeah, I I that's why I said I would be offended and why I am offended. No, I'm 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 with you there. And they're doing they, but they but Jay was right, they're doing mediocrity across the board. Like they're just doing they're just doing stuff across the board. Like even if you look in entertainment, I mean look at what Disney is doing. A multi billion dollar company and they're putting out absolute crap as far as movies. The movies don't make sense, the script doesn't make sense. They're taking franchises like Marvel and run them into the ground trying to do some, you know, all the feminist. Like, it's like, wow. Instead of doing a movie about a superhero and trying to make, do the feminism thing, how about have a, a female superhero or a superhero character that you develop and write them in so everybody can see her flaws and, like, you know, like other superheroes. Like, why not write a a good story first so that people can get, get an emotional connection to the character. Why go in there with, oh, I'm just super, you know, and they've been doing that kind of stuff and people, are, they've been flopping. They've been losing so much money on movies because they're just pushing an agenda instead of just writing good stories. If you're going to have a good story about a female a superhero, write a good story. Write a, write a great story. And just leave the feminism stuff or the other stuff out of it. Because right. it makes them look, in the eyes of comic book people who like comic books and stuff or who watch the, who pay attention, it makes the women characters look weak. Meaning, oh, they gotta, they gotta write her greatness in like they did one for Marvel. And she's supposed to be the most powerful superhero ever. And it's like, well, then what kind of movie is that? Right? Like, <laughs> she's going to come in and beat them all up and then leave? Like, I don't what, what, where's the story? And there was really no story. It was just a bunch of nonsense. So this mediocrity is not just, you know, it's across the board. And it's just like, so how do people, like, in Disney, how do they stay in business? How, how does the CEO stay there? And he's getting ridiculed. How do all of these powerful people making all this money running this company into the ground, at least the entertainment part of it, how do they still get to keep their jobs? Because if it was me, I'd been, I'd have been fired a long time ago. Right? Yeah, right. So, there, I mean, you know, I, I don't I, – so I feel that they would do this because somewhere along the line there must be some money in it somewhere because they're in business to make money. Exactly. So I just exactly. don't know what the connection is, like to say for certain – I have, you know, suspicions, but I don't, you know, I don't know um, if that's, you know, true or not. Now, I wish Elijah was a part of this discussion because, you know, he is offended um, at Marvel and DC for the same reasons. Not just that, even in, he said, like, um, in the video game, um, I don't know if that's a genre, but in the sector, I guess, you know, even there's mediocrity there as well. And um, more emphasis on like we're gonna hold give up, you the video. Hold up, hold up, hold up! Breaking news, Potter. You led her to say mediocrity. It's mediocrity. God damn! 
It's mediocrity. Mediocrity. Mediocrity is not a word? Oh, my God. I told you to start reading. <laughs> I, I read every day. Why do you think you don't have a chance with me? Hey, hey Yusef, Yusef, you should make that yeah. word of the day tomorrow. I'm tired of teaching y'all everything, Potter. You learned something here. The more I teach y'all, the dumber I get. <laughs> oh, that's Mediocrity okay, is a word. <laughs> Mediocracy. Not D. Gotcha. Mediocrity. Gotcha, Mediocracy. Mediocrity. Mediocrity. It says that the meaning of mediocrity is no, the quality of state of being mediocre. Leave it alone. <laughs> so, okay, Tim Potter, today's... You must have went, went into the Urban Ghetto Dictionary to find it. I went to Merriam-Webster. I'll send it to you. It says Merriam-Webster. Uh, well, send it to no, me but, right along with all the other shit you send to me. I get tired of reading shit. You, you wish I said something to you that you would get tired of reading. Oh, now you go deny oh how much... Oh, I do love the things that you do send me and how you okay, read to man. me. So you know what? I do. I gotta agree with could you. That. Could you not be like um? Like you, on here? Join the discussion. Don't don't, don't try to beat me over the head because I. Who? Shaft. <laughs> now look. No, no, not. No. Oh, okay. Don't turn a great sure. discussion in. That's why, she's why are you so asking? Open because he isn't here. Oh, for <laughs> God. <laughs> Tell me you love me. Say I love you. Say I love you. You, you know me. what? Can you not say it like you beat said. me over the head because I'm say talking with Tim Potter right now? There's room for you name, in the discussion. If it, nobody's look. around you, say my name. Say my name. Well, you apologize for mediocrity, and then maybe I'll consider it. I apologize. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, sister. Tell me how much you love me. Don't Tell me it. how much you love me like Don't you do. Don't do it. Okay, okay sister. Because yesterday I got railroaded in here. You <laughs> told Potter. me how Why are you asking about Shaft today? <laughs> what? I tell all you buckets that I love you because I no, do. No, no, no. But you getting confused. You talking like, like you know, like, no, hey, no, oh, no. So okay, okay. See, I knew you were playing a game with me. I'm not That's playing a no game with you. You playing yeah, a game with me I knew right you now. Playing a game. You railroad not discussing. That's why it's hard you for me to trust her? Her because of you. So you uh, I have nothing you. to do with your distrust of, of sisters. Because and then you go call. I offer you the mirror. Ask me to help you out. I JT do, I do. Rat I need you on the twenty third. That's oh, true. Oh, now you need me, huh? No, no, no. Me, I do need you. I don't. Oh, I'm, you but you know the other stuff you be trying to throw off in there. That's no. <laughs> but I. Hey, but how yeah. come you can't that's handle? How come you can't well, handle William, you, your responsibilities on your own? Because it's going to be very busy, and I and and like I, I explained it to you yesterday. Well, but you why exhibit, are you bringing this up you right now? We're discussing your multitasking here. Why can't you do it there? I will be multitasking. One of the one of the great things in multitasking is knowing the things that need to be done and making sure they're all covered, and knowing that one person cannot cover them all. So you got to go get the greatness. To make it a success, so you should be honored that I ask you. Have you ever considered yeah. that? Yeah. Sounds to Think me it like over. you're deficient 
in the Sure, sister chocolate peach. Sister, if I didn't think that you you weren't gonna be there and be on cupcakes, I would ask you to help me. But I want you to enjoy yourself, so that's why I didn't ask you. So I asked Oh, bucket over Wait a here. minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean she's going to be there on Cupcake? Just because you want to hear Cupcake music. Is she going to so be there? Figured... Is she, gonna, is she yes. going to be there? Yes. Well, then you get yes. her to do it. She's going to be there on Cupcake. That means she has to be there yeah. for the concert. She can't be working. I'm not there for the yeah. Cupcake. I'm there for the success well, of all Cupcakes. Cupcake with? What, what, what kind of Cupcakes are we talking about here? <laughs> the very best. The very best, King Potter. Um, Who is she cupcaking with? So that's not your concern. <laughs> you already know the answer. Why you, why you, you want you... me to do her work? <laughs> well, in, I think you in advance. I think you in advance, Frankie. Well, so, King well, Potter, if you were going to be there and you weren't on cupcakes, I would ask you the, the very same thing. Well, I'm so, going I mean, to be on cupcakes. Well, you said you weren't going to be. You said you weren't bringing on sister. Well, I decided I wanted to be on sister. Oh, for God. Is it here comes scissors? Ask for payment. Ask for payment. You're not doing this for me. He's doing this. He's doing this for his lifelong bestie, his brother in arms. He's not doing this for me, sister. Because you're inadequate of carrying out what you should be able to do. Look, oh, I would have been inadequate had concert? I not considered. Yes. Is yes, this for the concert, concert in March? Yes, March yeah. 23rd. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Who else is going to sell stuff? You selling anything there, Yusef? Hey, Potter, are you coming? No, I can't. But are you selling why, anything? Why can't you, Potter? Well, no, forget. I, don't stop. Why can't you come, Potter? Because I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I got to do something with my father around that time. Bullshit. So. Bush. Yeah, man. That's bush. But, but I am going to be there this summer, though. For what? You, What's you that? Coming to the I'm coming. Coming to visit What's y'all. Man. And, and, and to see my cousin and that I don't know. So you're, com- you're just and coming yeah. to California? It is not because I'm coming to Sacramento. That- Why? Sacramento. Because Why? See my cousins, man. Meet my, meet my cousins. Well, who's your cousin? Maybe and I see, know him. And, and see and see and see you guys. That's where that's where I'm coming. All right, who's your cousin though, Potter? Her name is <laughs> Tina. Tina who? He told so, us last month. You don't yeah. pay attention. I, 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 maybe I wasn't there, dear. You were. You were there, Bucket. <laughs> what part what part of Sacramento, Potter? I don't know what From I don't know what part of Sacramento she lives. Uh, she I don't think so, it. but what's it? I don't know. I'll see when I get there. You uh, I'll see you what have, it looks like. Do, do, not no product, do you paint. smoke weed? I'm, I'm going to check out Big Diaper when I go down to New Orleans again. Do you know what? I'll go to New Orleans one Potter, time. Potter, there's a question being asked to you. Do you smoke no, the reefer? No. No. Oh. No. I have no need to see no. you. Oh my God! Don't pay him any mind. Don't pay him any mind, King uh, Carter. I don't pay. You know I don't pay. It'd be he very absolutely hard to wants to see you. you. It'd be I very know. hard to tolerate you if I'm fucked up and you're not. <laughs> we tolerate you here every day. I don't see why you can't return the same courtesy. 
No, make sure you get I a test for me, Todd. I'll cook for you. Uh, no, I will. Absolutely. You said, of course you, you know, will, Yeah, yeah. But now, when I come to New Orleans, I'm going to get in touch with Big Diaper, too. I've only been in New Orleans once, and that was for a funeral, my uncle's funeral. Oh. And I want to I want to come back again and explore a little bit more. So he gonna I want to go to New Orleans again too. too. I want to go I want to go back to New Orleans too. I liked it when I was there. You know, I was only there briefly, but I I liked it when I was there. From what I taste, the food is when I'm point, going. people always talk about the food. <laughs> and, and I'm sure Don't go there when I'm, be, when I'm gonna be there. What's that? What's that, Mary? No, 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 that's just the chocolate peach. Oh, chocolate peach. What's up, chocolate peach? I said, just don't be there when I'm there. Why not, peaches? Because oh. I said so. Oh, now you you want to give orders. Sister, don't let I'm walk supposed you to be in making day. you do stuff. Now you making me have you, have you Have you ever been to New Orleans, chocolate peach? Yes. Yes, I have. I went once before, um, back in, like, 2011. Yes, I did. Okay. Why is he saying I'm offline? I'm not offline. I'm right here. Don't worry. We won't, we won't take any pictures. How many times we'll, did I go we'll, to we'll North? I think I went twice, if I'm not mistaken. I know I went once, but I, for some reason I want to say I went twice. I'll be having that good yeah, weed. Man. I can't remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing no. is, I would say... The second time I went, it was more homosexualized. Okay, do we need to ask why you went freaky. there then? Or? <laughs> I was on tour. I went on tour. I was on tour. Oh, okay. All right. I, I went on tour. I was on the screen tour. B2K and Mario, Marcus Houston, Nick Cannon and all that shit. And, and, uh, but for some reason, I want to say I went again. And then I saw how freaky it really was, you know, kind of freaky. And New Orleans is. It was like I, I was yeah, it is, walking man. That's why you got, along. That's why I, got I don't Charles know if it was the French. It's freaky there. I don't know if it was the French quarters or Bourbon Street or some shit, but it was a window. It was walk. I was walking, and then it. It, it might have been a business or something that I walked by, you know, how you walk up the street, and it was a mm-hmm. man swinging on a swing through a window or something. In some kind of. Oh, yeah. They do that kind of. Faggery gear. Nicky, you had high blood pressure, don't. Don't start that shit, uh, Fred. Man, test Nicky Poop. That, uh, uh, start off where you left off yesterday with Smitty Pooh's ass. No. Oh, her, my man. God. King Fred, yeah. why would you do that? Make her cry. Chase her across the street. Chase her across the street and throw rocks at her ass. King Fred, we, we, you know, wow. Wow. So, Fred, are you the reason why D-Shot popped in today? You know what's up with that, man. You know, oh, okay. however you, you know, folks, right? you know it, you know it, you know it, you know it. That's the Bay love. That's the Bay Area love. Whatever. What happened? I all was, y'all was asleep. Hey, yeah, so you were. All, it seemed like all y'all you grow, you know, grow into like a uh, y'all pretty big men. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. 
Like, don't Me- fuck with these motherfuckers. <laughs> mentally, me- mentally, mentally, mentally challenged, as they say. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Well, I was talking about physically, though. <laughs> hey, yeah. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, my ass, you wait until Reese get on, and that's when you fucking talk, you fucking half-breed. Well, you missed King Reese. He's gone now, King Fred. Uh, Welcome no, back to your power nap. Huh? You been asleep? You were asleep yeah. the whole time? Yes. No, I was, yeah. <laughs> That's a new sleeping yeah. panther. Um, just, just stress, you know, just, just overwhelmed. What you stress what about, you man? You all right? You healthy? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm oh, good. well, I'm you can tired. handle everything just else. Just a little Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know I like that. your pictures, Fred. I like your pictures I see seeing on you know, Facebook for some reason. I don't know why the fuck I do, but the shit. You know, it's cool. just a likable guy. You know, I'm I'm just a walking uh, billboard. You know, I try to show the love. You know, but you know, you got people like Snitchy Pooh. She come out there every now and then and say shit like the motherfucker got on lollipop, lollipop hat colors. You know. She was trying to get some shit started. I've never said that, King Fred. I, that, was, that was not me. Color. But that I don't want no trouble her. in here today. Y'all, you know, we oh, you started off pretty you wait, good. You wait, until, you wait until Charles get here. Yeah. He's I bet already she be changing here. her Kool-Aid hair. I bet she be putting Kool-Aid in her hair, changing colors all the time, too. Well, that and is that pat le- the pat the pat leather skirts, the pat leather skirts, <laughs> and they've got their wow. cocoa beads. The Poco Bees, you remember the Poco Bees? Uh, oh, yeah, she oh did in in New Orleans. King Fred, what happened? What happened? He so here's the thing, King Fred. Happened. Clearly you want to focus on something. Would you please check your email? Lab has checked on you to see if you got your VIP email, checking in for your T-shirt sizes for you and sister for the uh, Cupcake concert. So please act accordingly. Thank you I, for listening. I, I, I did. I did. And, you well, know, I know, really... Well, wanted to know. Man, listen. That motherfucker better have a, a large eight to six. That motherfucker know what he's supposed to have the night of the goddamn concert. He playing that bullshit. He's all professional and shit. That motherfucker know if I bought VIP and me and my wife that he need a large and a motherfucking extra large. Now he come out here with that bullshit. I'm gonna get drunk tonight of that motherfucker, and I'm gonna get on stage with his punk ass, and I'm gonna show you how to do a goddamn show. I'm gonna show no, you who the uh-huh. talent is. Now, wow. now, so you Fred, stop. are those you, tickets you stay on the out of that. a different price? <laughs> okay. Are the, yeah. Are the tickets are, it was so it's higher price? It was uh, $100 or some shit, man. But just sneak in the back to the kitchen, man. You know, just just go there and order a drink and sit at the bar and ask a motherfucker to make you move. All that bullshit. Get a room there and say, I can't go in there and eat. I'll show you how to get your ass uh, kicked off the KJ King show. <laughs> that, that sounds about right. Motherfucker counting people. One, two, who's here? One, two, three, four, five. Shit. Yes, sir. No, you're still here. Mm-hmm. You're still here. 
I thought I made Jay wake up and hit the mute button. Where fucking Ali? I mean, uh, uh, he's in his yeah, staff he's meeting. Not. He's at a staff meeting. That's why he's not here. Yeah. Let's stop worrying about it. Cussing, cussing motherfuckers out. He's in a staff meeting, cussing motherfuckers out and sweating at the same time. <laughs> I'm still here, Fred. I'm gonna get some good weed too, Fred. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some. I don't man. care if I go to the dispensary. I'm gonna have some good weed for you, man. Some knockout dropout. I'll be there the day before. We gonna get fucked up. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I don't. I ain't gonna get no just uh, indica. I'm gonna get right. some. You know, it's like a half and half at least, so we can function still. You know, Funk, I like to be loaded and functionable. Oh, yeah. As long as that motherfucker don't have you around that table, man, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll make you a goddamn greeter, a greeter and a meter. Yeah. You don't need Better that. Get you don't need none of that. I want it. I want it. It's not that it's about me and I want it. Right, you better be careful. I ain't talking about you. Don't pick this well, off. Why, why ain't you talking don't, about me? Yeah, don't piss motherfucking on the don't piss uh, New Orleans off, man, today. Leave his woman alone. He told you already. <laughs> <laughs> he told you already. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be hot. <laughs> wow, King Craig. You just. Are you coming up to your solo? Fresh off a net. Who? Chocolate uh, Peach? Yeah, Chocolate okay. Peach. You know, motherfucker, well, she scared six eyes off. She scared six eyes off. She scared six eyes off. I mean, like six eyes with Charles off. No. She told that motherfucker, I'm I'm buying the room. That motherfucker went to stuttering. He went to stuttering. He's going to be hot. You know he listening, right, while you talking shit. Tell him, quickly, tell him. They know. They trying to smoke him out. Don't be messing with my boo. Don't be messing with my boo. You know he's listening. You going to the prom with me. I already got my dress, and I'm buying the room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what are you, D- what are you D- talking D- about? D-Shot D- D- is E40. Fucking brother, nephew, ain't it? Shit. But he had a sister that could rap too, man. Uh, E40. Her name was, uh, damn it. Sugar T. Sugar T. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Let me tell you mm. something about the D-Shot. I know that. Oh, girl, be uh, quiet. Okay. Don't tell me. Don't tell me what to do. Dusty, rusty. You want me to make you do shit. Oh, whatever, you dusted and disgusted. Whatever. Go away. And that was one of their songs, too, Dusted and Disgusted. I know. Trap alert, sister. Be careful. No, you just stay out the conversation. You don't need to be around this with your virgin ears. Hey, man. This is this is talk. You don't even know how to talk. They don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to handle it. I was living told them. 
The woman needs to stay in a fucking woman's place, but you goddamn it, you come on the king's show, and then you want a motherfucker to goddamn me walk softly while y'all talk that shit. Frederick. What? Frederick? Hush. Yes. Oh. Is that soft who's enough that for you, sir? Who's that motherfucker giggling? Oh, I thought it's a taco piece. <laughs> she admired, you know, <laughs> the softness that she just served to you. It's... Oh. And your ass back to sleep. No. Actually, you know, that's the best place to be because when you woke, <laughs> When you woke, you can look around you and you can goddamn me. I'm going to tell you all something. This ain't going to be no goddamn uh, U-Haul storage compartment either. Now, you can take all that shit and put it in storage and do whatever the fuck you want to with it. I don't need no grandmama goddamn pictures on my goddamn wall. I like my walls white. And, uh, you know, these goddamn women, they come on with their mama's old-ass lamps and shit. Like, goddamn it, I'm not doing it. What the hell are you talking about? He's talking about mother in love, her estate, and some of the memorabilia is coming to the house. And now he feel like he only want a certain amount of items in the house. And I don't want shit. I don't want a motherfucking and, you know, thing. You know if you want to give me something, you, if you want to give me you something, you gave it to me. Well, I don't want the goddamn Martin Luther goddamn pictures and shit. You know, everybody got the goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucker with John F. Kennedy on the motherfucker. I don't want that shit. John F. Kennedy and motherfucker Martin Luther King and shit. My mom, my mom. Well, you take that motherfucker shit and put it in the garage. You can hang it in the garage. Right? Damn it. Why yeah. Martin got to be in the He's garage? Him and the motherfucker. Like who is that other honky that he always takes some pictures oh. with? Uh, Kennedy. You, you know everybody got one of them like motherfucking it. pictures. You know everybody's grandmama got one of them motherfuckers. I don't give a shit. Fuck the plate that. collection. Remember the plate collection? You could get the plate. Yeah. Get my plate. yeah. Old flags and shit. Get the fuck on with this shit. You gonna take it and you gonna like it. So, so you know this Tell happens, again, right? So you check this out. You gonna take it and you gonna like it. And you know, you know you every motherfucker... Out. Everybody got a crackhead or alcoholic in the family. So that crackhead yesterday, she went by mama's house, and this motherfucker didn't sold a goddamn baby grand piano, right? I'm like, wow. don't, don't give a fuck. That's what she wanted. That's her witches. That's her boo. Her crackhead son. Your crackhead brother. So that motherfuckers, they kept on. They say, Fred, uh, they want to talk to you. I said, listen, let me tell you motherfuckers something. I don't like the way y'all treat your mama, and that's what that's a goddamn wish. He lived with it. He said he's selling all his shit, and he going to California. Let him sell the shit. I don't want it. I don't give a fuck. All you motherfuckers is disrespectful. You should have seen him hanging up phones and closing doors around this motherfucker. <laughs> you know, upset everybody. I don't give a rat's ass. I'm moving. I don't need all that shit piled up in my motherfucking garage. I do. I don't live like that. And then you sell that shit. Fuck that shit. So ain't nobody talking to me today. So she ain't talking to me. 
I don't give a oh, fuck. That's, you, that's your old. Uh, listen, put it under your so mattress. Far. I don't want to see it. Put it under your mattress. I don't want to see it. Put it in the trunk of your car. I don't want to see it. Listen, this is 2024. It is, yes. And your point being, we all know what year it is. You so you hear sound like you looking sound like you looking for sister to walk up on him real quick. Did you see he got real soft right. in his speaking right there? He yeah, he thought exactly. sister was walking by. Yeah, yeah, pipe up right. now, King Fred. What was that you were saying? <laughs> All that shit you don't want to see something. it. That's what they're going to clown you on the 23rd when you're standing over there at the goddamn table <laughs> by yourself and everybody I'm not going to be by myself. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to be nervous because <laughs> I want to go nervous well. And sweating, that motherfucker going to be nervous and sweating bullets <laughs> standing up over there looking like an urchin from the church. <laughs> It's the Ursula from the church. Okay. I, I, I got a little Ursula on there. Standing up over there with a white glove. Standing up over there with your white gloves and your beads. <laughs> <laughs> my little, my little Ursula badge. Right. Oh my with goodness. With your hand out, talking about, come on in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. Got a goddamn uh, rap song. Search for up, sister, sister, uh, sister. What's your last name? Damn it. From the church that is trying to goddamn me make a couple of dollars hanging out with the rappers. She living two lives. <laughs> you leave Sister Mary uh, Clarence alone, okay? Oh, God, sister, please, please. Oh, you missed yesterday, Chocolate Pete. I with Mary. She got her ass into it with Mary yesterday. I didn't. I really didn't get into it, but sister felt, you know. talking shit. Uh, <laughs> six, eyes, six Eyes and Charles and all of them was on her ass, right? And she was popping oh. off and talking shit. Me and Mary just turned in. Um, what's, uh, what's the deal with why you don't wear pants? And she jumped, <laughs> she shot her head off. I did not, sister. I said I said it's not my preference, and I got it. I got told that I was rude for saying that, and all I had to do was answer because it wasn't that big a deal. But it's your cupcake that got me, sister. So you know, I love you. I don't want no trouble. <laughs> but I'm just saying, the civil rivalry yeah, is real. Yeah, they had a work this up. They had a just a roll. Me and sister be sibling rivalry. It. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I have worked down to the You know, Sister Mary be always trying to help out. out and talk. And then I guess uh, back, uh, recently, back in the day, it looked like uh, somebody say, uh, why you always let her talk to you like that? So this motherfucker was feeling some kind of way already. And then Charles then had up against the ropes, right? Boom, boom. And then a jet. <laughs> I felt Calling you bougie and all and of then all of a sudden, it's all of a sudden. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, she was pissed off at Mary because she asked her about the goddamn beads, the World War Four ass beads of Merlin Monroe. Well, so <laughs> he was already pissed off. 
Sister Chocolate Peach wears pearls. It, it's it's a ladies thing. It's a fashion thing. Yeah, it's, it's a not a big deal. Thing. Yeah, it's nothing. It's a nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. nothing. No, John, so your motherfucking ass that you was trying to be has to be a bougie. I'm saying, 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 Anyways, and you would think today is a new day, sister. Everything is going great. And what yeah, she's been trying to get off the surface for two weeks. Yeah. He said, I don't want to talk about it no more. Change the subject. The goddamn subject. I don't want to talk about it no more. Leave it alone. <laughs> I come in here and throw some gas on that shit this morning. I got diesel fuel. Yes. <laughs> and you pay good money for that. Whoa. <laughs> you pay good money. But why would you want to toss diesel fuel upon me. I don't understand it. Right. I don't. Um, I just don't understand. Why do the niggas do what they do? Anyway, uh, then uh, <laughs> Jay did a really good job. Jay did a really good job with uh, said thank you and his notes for I don't know what the fuck, buying two tickets. I don't know what he said. He sent everybody uh I don't know if it was the near and Eric, but it made me cry. It's always crying. I say this motherfucker thinking a motherfucker that ain't even been there yet. I say now he didn't learn this shit from the white folk. John Beckman was the show him uh uh-uh. uh cry, baby. Yeah. He said, Lab is going to win. So he said, thank you, because that's what he do. It's a part of the winner's package. <laughs> thank you in advance. Well, are they going to have a raffle? Are they going to raffle off a motherfucking 80-inch TV? No, no. Everybody well, got what a all can be in this goddamn bag other than this goddamn mind? Well, I can tell you that it's going to be a lot of good things that you will appreciate, uh-huh. including the t shirts you get one, it's just a gift one. Y'all remember that song? What? Y'all remember that song? What song? Decision. Makes me head over. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, heat wave. That's heat wave. That's heat wave. That was Rossa Nova. That was heat wave. They're not bossing over. Right. What the hell are you talking about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you outnumber kids. You know. Why? 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 Meet yourself and Vaseline yourself, breathe your ass down real good, and you ain't got no wash and dry in your house. That motherfucker come back at you six months down the road. Well, you see. He's trying to bring up. Are you able to talk this long? You ain't slaving today? Uh, I think you're working overtime for a wash and dry, man. 
She's working overtime for a washer and dryer. <laughs> yeah, she ain't got no washer and dryer in the house. She have to go to the laundry mat. So every now and then she have to rinse her panties out in the goddamn kitchen sink. <laughs> was that a good one, guys? No, no it wasn't, Frederick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, so you are talking now, huh? So when I asked you questions, uh-huh. you weren't you, you weren't near. He was sleep. He was sleep. He was on a power yeah. He was on slumbers. I I was tired as fuck, man. Call me in the morning yet. when you're up at three and four. Did you get a, did then you they, get an email from me? Did you get the email yes, about I was your just, T-shirt? I was just telling them that Snitchy Pooh let me finish my sentence. <laughs> I, I was just you. telling you... them that I was very thoughtful, and it made me cry this morning at three o'clock when you sent me that <laughs> that that he, that that message thanking us, and we hadn't even participated. I thought that was very professional, and uh, I said you had been hanging around white folks. Niggers don't he do that. He was talking a whole. Oh. He was talking a whole bunch of shit. He was talking a whole bunch of shit. I said, well, for Ali and everybody. Go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Don't, these motherfuckers, man, say what you want to say, because I know you've got that biting (laughs) disease. No, well, um, black people do do these types of things. You know that, because I'm black Mm -hmm. and I did it. But niggers like you don't appreciate it and are familiar with it because of your niggerism. Uh-oh. Damn. Well, yesterday when you were well, yesterday when you were trying to tell us to be more open-minded and kind of socialize with others, ethnic groups, and you might get a blessing. I got that part, but the rest of these giggling and hee hee and ha ha motherfuckers don't want to fuck with Chinese people because they say you got hot in the food. You motherfucker! Instead of trying to motherfucking try to figure out how this motherfucker can get you to Japan and introduce you to the right motherfuckers and eat some top six suey. You understand me? So, I, you know, I'm going to be wild to me $2, Fred, for some extra green onions. Yeah, they are motherfucker. They act like they got the goddamn green onions from Japan, didn't they? Man, too. I went right next door and and got a whole bunch of a, a, a one bunch of onions and told him, "Now I got this for one dollar," and I pulled, I separated them and said, "You gave me this, half of this for two dollars." Well, but you're a king. But you're a king. But you're a king. You're a king. You're one of those niggers that run around here talking about. Oh, the white man and I am a king from Africa. Oh, Nigeria. Not that shit well, off, Chinese, man. The Chinese. Tell him, tell him, Jay. Tell him, tell him, tell him what you were saying, Jay. Let's start there. Yeah, but the Chinese know that the Africans went over to China and built empires over in China as well. You have Nairobi empires in in China. Man, they know that. I've seen all them damn pictures from Nairobi and all that shit. Them niggas running around Nairobi in Africa for that was. Man, don't give me no motherfucker. I don't want to be smart today. Do not give me an educational fucking moment. Oh, oh shit. Here to teach this is what I think it. about that. You got that? I think Billy Ray Valentine got it. I got, I got, I got sound effects for you, mother. I'm woke. Shit. 
Jay, she she kept me up. King Free. Jay, she kept me up all. Jay, she kept me up all night last night. Are you there? The motherfucker went back to sleep. He's teaching us what he think about that. Right. No, he ain't there. We don't want to talk to you about that. We don't want to hear about you teaching somebody up all night. Yeah. We talking about keeping up with your forks. Yeah, but keeping up with your forks. I think I think Jay I think Jay been trying out his ascot in the mirror lately. Wow. No, he can feel that number one record. He can feel that motherfucker going with number one. He's gonna show you what it is before it is. I know, he's trying out his his ascot. I think he pulled it out the closet and he's been trying it on seeing how he go wear it. That's what I think. Well, you might be right. You know you can tell. That's what I think. You can tell when Jay been trying on that ascot. He's in rare form. <laughs> he goes in the rare form. <laughs> yeah. He got some cheerleaders back there. Them cheerleaders that's on the phone right now. Clinton is a cheerleader. We we all cheering. That's true. She's a, no, she's an inadequate worker. That's what she is. <laughs> Be there on the twenty third, Plankton. Quit playing, okay? Thank you in advance, sir. Yes. If you come anywhere okay. around me, I'm blowing weed all up in your face. You you can't blow weed in no, the venue, you're sir. You're not blowing no weed no, in the venue. Uh, a vape pen. I could do a vape pen. You can't vape no. Can't. No, you cannot. No, you can't. Don't tell me what Who's I can't fuck? do. Well, okay. I did. Shall I text it to you? Especially you. Especially you. Uh, I did. Peach chocolate. <laughs> you. What you can do for you a nice man. Indoors, King Fred. You know, you can't either, King Fred. I wish you would, sir. You cannot. I'm on the balcony, helper. <laughs> well, I got to be a helper in this. Good. My You're goodness. pissing me off. You're pissing me off. <laughs> okay, but let me calm down, man. I, I got to relax my body. You need to be pissed off and pissed on, right? So you're on the balcony, but is it an outside venue? You figure if it's a patio, nigga. You, you know every place now after COVID got a patio. Uh, well, you didn't say somewhere. patio. I didn't know it patio. Said, I it said VIP, nigga. It said VIP patio. Well, well, you never mentioned patio. You just said balcony. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I miss you know. I misrepresented. Don't be sorry, Fred. I can't teach you that too. Don't call yourself Don't sorry, Fred. Don't fall for that truth. Don't be sorry. Be careful. Now that's that's so, Cat Williams' line in, in and, uh, and Fred and Fred. Friday. We got balconies in the inside, so everything with a balcony doesn't mean it's outside of COVID. That's false. Yeah. Okay. Tell them okay. okay. That makes that makes sense, you know, because when we go to the opera, we sometimes get the balcony and it's inside. But I think. Over there, where them country niggas at on that maple apple is based a patio gonna be the patio like this patio I got on my backyard here. I don't think it's Mather, I think it's McCullough. McCullough? 
Yeah, I think it's McCullen there for it. It'll take me two days to figure out where I'm supposed to be usually anyway. You know you know Sacramento <laughs> Fred. McCullen is in Rancho. Man, I, I mean uh uh Mather is in Rancho. And McCullen is over there in the north by the height. In North Highland. Well, I got guys. Guess I got that fucked up. Okay, going to Roseville. Roseville. Uh, Roseville is, is Road. Right that's way, right? color. Right. Is that where I'm supposed to be going? Right. Roseville Road. Yeah. Up there where they built that uh, uh, Union Union Railroad station years ago. Yeah. I don't know that. You know, I was thinking, man, it would be cheaper for me to stay up that way. But hell, I don't know. So, so how long are you gonna be here? Uh, from the twenty first uh, through the twenty fifth. Oh, for a good little stay, huh? That's too long. No. No. Not at all. I'm sure you gonna go other places, right? Are you going to go to the Bay, yeah, maybe? Go I'm going to go down to the Bay, see my brother, sit with him for like half gamble? an hour. Nah. Thinking about trying to get old Cracker Jacker out to uh, Freeport uh, Golf over there to that driving range at the uh, William Land. I wanted him and see what the white boy, well, if he can hit that ball. Bing Mahoney. Bing Mahoney. Bing Mahoney is yeah. from Freeport. Yeah, and then William Land has its own golf course on. Right, you know, and if I get him, that's free. They say that damn John Beckman can hit a ball, man, like a like Tiger Woods. My daughter can beat John Beckman in golf. I bet. Are you kidding me? She's good. Yeah, she's good. Because I'm I've been working on my swing, man. You know. She has, she drives the ball real good. What? She made the varsity team as a freshman when she first came into St. Francis High School. She made wow. the varsity team. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll get a chance to meet her. Maybe she can show me some some, some stuff. You know, because I was out of it when I had my back injuries and I couldn't walk the green and shit. I was on the golf cart fucking drinking beer and not paying attention. and I just lost interest in it. You know, yeah. She stepped away from it too. She only, she, after her sophomore, she got into the arts more. Okay. It was taking up too much of her, her time. So she's more into the arts and shit now. Well, I, I told her maybe to stick we with could... it though. Yeah. So you, uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be with the family that weekend, or you're gonna be able to. Uh... Maybe hang out with the guys. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe get a grill and maybe just, uh, stand around the grill and talk a little shit. I want to taste. Oh your yeah, greens. I'll be able to hang out. Yeah, I'll be able to. I want to taste out, your man. greens, man. I want to taste some greens you're talking about. You yeah, cabbage. Cabbage as she well. You, you, you don't, no, she said you can't afford greens and collards from the country. This motherfucker said you gotta have cabbage. <laughs> you didn't get that. You didn't get that. I used to pick. I used to pick wild greens. Leaves of cabbage. Yeah, I wanted to ask Jay how the cabbage was, but he, I guess he ran away. <laughs> He'll be he back. Like 
Maybe, maybe he'll save it for later or something. Yeah, D-Shot is very relevant, man. I, 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 I'll I pop him in there when I be riding and shit. You know, these young guys don't know nothing about no rap nowadays, man. And then they got that slew music here. It goes slow. Like you can put on a 33 and put put the motherfucker on 15. <laughs> and then they get that syrup and they get them gold teeth. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I'm very relevant, man. Oh, man, my stomach. <laughs> You gotta go boo-boo? You gotta go boo-boo? Maybe I ought to try that. Boo-boo? No, we're not gonna have that conversation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They don't mind they don't mind talking about the boo-boo game. <laughs> Boogers. <laughs> He didn't tell you motherfuckers to watch your ass because if you come around him, it's going to be the last time. So, pay your water bill. <laughs> Keep your breath fresh. That nigga, he say, uh, you know, I got a little satchel, right? I got a little satchel, and uh, that nigga, we were standing up down there at the a- NAACP office. And he asked me, he said, Fred, you got any weed? I said, no, nah, I ain't got no weed. What's up? I said, do you smell weed? He's just sitting his ass over there, sniffing like a little nosy dog. Nope, I ain't got no weed, and I ain't been drinking. Next. I got back to the hotel. I looked in my bag. I said, now, here's a goddamn jar of fucking silly weed. And this motherfucker talking about, do I got any goddamn weed? But you just dropped me off. You said we was going to get something to eat. And I guess you thought about it, and you dropped my ass back off at my hotel. You ain't got to do that no more, buddy. I thought we was going over there where that woman makes that goddamn uh, peach cobbler. But no, he dropped me back off downtown at the Sheridan. So that's another thing I'm pissed off about. Oh, man. I think you disappointed so long. Yes. How you know what I'm going to be? Uh, I said, <laughs> try not to be. <laughs> because oh, you're, you're so in charge. Clear. You're in charge of how you feel. You, you, could, you could turn a frown upside down. Yes. You are in control of how you feel about a thing. You could feel this way or that way. So, walk in your freedom, sir. Mm-hmm. So, Fred, I bought me a, a Ninja Pro uh, blender. Yeah. What's, what, 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 what's a good one to start off with? I bought some avocados, too. I just love avocado smoothies. He do. So I think and I'm going to get that up. Right. So I saw in there you you add some banana to the avocado to give it a little sweetness <laughs> as well. But I'm a, I'm a you stuff. know that banana and strawberry. Uh, it can be overwhelming because them damn bananas and it gets too sugary. And then I would throw me a little tail in there, buddy. 
along with Yeah, kale. I got some kale. I went and bought a big bag of kale. Now, that kale, bro, and you, you, need to, you need to go ahead and rinse that kale, man. That shit will sit in that fucking refrigerator for two days or an hour, and then it will become funky. It'll come, become slimy, but you, if you rinse it, it's something that they that, that 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 white shit on there, man. You rinse that shit off of there, and then smoothly. Mine is actually in a bag. Okay, still, I know what you're talking about. Supposed to be pre-washed and already ready to go in the pot. Yeah, pre-washing all that shit. Yeah, yeah wash it anyway. That, yeah. that motherfucker didn't wash that shit. But, uh, so when you yeah. use your kale, so get the kale and what, a banana and a strawberry? Yeah, that go strawberry. good together? Yeah, that, t- that tastes okay. real good together. Uh, kale, strawberry, and banana. Yep. Because I think you're going to want to taste your uh, avocado and uh, the, the taste of that sugar and sweet and that avocado, it'll overrun it. You want to taste your avocado. You want to taste the richness of the brown, you know what I mean? Right, right. I like that yeah. avocado. I didn't think I'd like I said, avocado? And then I actually got yeah. an avocado smoothie. I'm like, God damn, this motherfucker's good. Man, avocado, I man, I go, man, I go to my partner's house. Uh, did you put any avocado gone. in your, um, did you put any avocado in the, in, in the uh, cabbage you brought No, Jay. No, did you like it? I don't know yet. I'm eating it for dinner. No, man. I put no avocado and no. I don't know if avocado and cabbage go together, Jay. No, man. It'd be they too don't. I just want to fuck up. I just want to make sure you wasn't getting high while you was eating avocado. <laughs> Jay, I'm a chef, <laughs> all right. See, that's the hee hee ha ha. Yes. Let's I'm get a back chef, to what we're going to eat, man, and eat healthy uh, the weekend when I'm here. Let's go on back there because this nigga don't care. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's finish making our plans, man. That nigga here be in London. His, his, his well, we gonna get one. fucked up. We gonna get no. fucked up, friend. Well, we gonna do that at the park when ain't nobody looking at us, man. One of my daughters left all this shit in my. This, this is my youngest daughter. Left all her pencils and. Oh man, she probably gonna need this shit. You, know, you, might well, you might as well head back to the school, nigga. Well, she might have to just do it out today. Come on. You ain't doing shit else with hanging out with the king. I might just go by there. I'm still downtown, too. I probably will just go by there. Bless you. Fred, do you still have a job or did you get fired? Because you've been on King's an awful lot. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the problem. That's 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 going to be a problem here in my life. If you got fired, it ain't no big deal, you know. <laughs> you get another job. This motherfucker, man, I had $250,000. I say, Jay, what should I do? He said, go to fucking L.A. and buy a whole bunch of shit and put it in the trunk of your car and sell it on the curb. I mean, that, that was a good idea. Shut up! <laughs> God damn! Here it is, your ass over there eating brown bananas and goddamn me boiling water. <laughs> I asked this motherfucker 30 years ago. I say, man, 
What we got to do, man? What I got to do, Jerry? He say, man, when you pick an attorney, he is clean and a motherfucker. He said, when you pick him, he say, look at what he got on, how he drives, and how his office is. I'm still looking for that motherfucker. <laughs> Brown bananas is good for for uh to put in a what is it? Uh, banana butter, bread. Uh, you say bread. Yeah, banana bread. Yeah. Well, it's just the idea of sitting there eating that yellow brown motherfucker. She told me, man, and I don't know if I'm still living because of it. She said, when they get brown, no, don't throw them away, Fred. Don't throw them away. Mm-mm. Put them in the freezer. She said, put them in the freezer. And put it's them in true. your smoothie. Hey. I'm like, man, look here. The motherfuckers don't cost but $1.50 a goddamn meat for 30 of them motherfuckers. I'm going to put that well, yellow that brown motherfucker in my shit. Not out here. Mm-mm. Not more. I just I just went and bought some chocolate chip morsels to put in that banana bread too. Man, that's Wait a minute, banana bread. You know how to make banana bread? He does. My daughter does. Man, man, I love banana bread, man. But I don't want no um, chocolate chip cookies in it. I mean, I don't want no chocolate chips in mine. <laughs> yeah, I do. That shit's gooder than a motherfucker. Well, you're going to have to come here that weekend, too. man. You got a motherfucker coming all the way to Texas to meet you and your family. Cause just call him uncle. Don't put no fucking chocolate chips in there. And then you got Jay over there talking about put some fucking uh, avocado in the in the, uh, uh, cabbage. Yeah. Cabbage. Man, come on. In the cabbage. Oh, man, just keep it old-fashioned like your mama, your, you see your auntie and your uncle and them do. Don't go uh, doing that new shit with me. No. Are you there? No. Yeah, I'm here. Mm. Man, I'm supposed to be in Las Vegas for seven fucking days, and I keep on listening at this nigga tell me that uh, he ain't got no balcony, no patio. I got to have air, man. I got to go outside and have air. I don't know. I might only be there three days. Shit. I don't like that, man. I like to get up and open a window, go outside, have air and shit. Mm-hmm. But that weekend, it's going to be high as hell. Um, I think it's spring break. You never know. 11. You never know around here right now. This weather is doing some up and down shit. Well, we on springtime no, right now. It feels like a spring day, but we better be careful. Don't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, God damn, it's a nice day today. Blue sky, yeah, not like, a cloud in there. Right. Then they I said, was like, I'm not fooled today. Yesterday was in the 90s here. It was Why did you say that? Right. It was fucking, it was so beautiful yesterday. And this nigga roll, she gone now. How's mad at me? Y'all asked me the question. I can't help who y'all are. Damn. She come back. I had a moment. I stuck by my mom, my brother. Everything gone. What are you talking about? Everything gone. He sold the piano out of the living room. And he has everything on. Well, who you thought was going to move that shit? He could have gave everything away. I don't. You know what? I'm trying to be kind. But y'all know y'all been fucking with this nigga for 60 years, and he's always been a thief, 
a crackhead, the lowest scum of the earth, sell your mama's car, steal a credit card, and you think he's going to change? If you don't get out of here crying and thank God, because I don't want to, I just don't want to hear it. It hurts my stomach. <laughs> you know what I mean, Yusuf? I hear you. Yusuf, you know, a motherfucker man, if your mama raised him up that way, that's the way he is if she spoiled him all the way to 65. Yeah, if she spoiled him up to 65 and now she did, and you mad about what he's selling, that's his shit. That's not my shit. Don't put me in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, after a 30-year marriage, man, you know, you motherfuckers have sat around and said, I was bringing you down. I heard that, motherfucker. I didn't have to... Cook all you motherfuckers and put hands on you. Y'all put on hands on me. So at this point, what do you think I'm going to say? I'm going to tell you the truth whether you like it or not. You motherfuckers sat up here and act like y'all was the Brady Bunch. And mom, fuck you, Mom. Fuck you, Mom. Fuck that shit, Mom. I need $5 for some gas. And you 50 and 60? Motherfucker, I wanted to beat y'all ass at Christmas time when you're sitting up there talking that shit over the dinner and cussing. I don't I wasn't raised like that, wasn't built like that. Nigga. Well what do you think about this? What do you I say you motherfucker you. I got a stepson in there. He just like the rest of you motherfuckers. Y'all all fucked up. You should have seen him hanging up phones and getting the fuck out of my fucking uh uh just hanging up phones. God damn it. Don't ask me no shit like that. Fred, what do you I come out of Church of God in Christ? No, I'm a goddamn Baptist, man. You Baptist? <laughs> I'm Baptist, man. Tony Marin, Vallejo, C.L. Uh, Johnson was my uh, my mom. That 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 that, that uh, what you call it? Uh, baptized me. Shit. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.